Welcome, everyone, to our episode of Weekly Game Chat. I'm your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hi. How's everyone doing? It's great. And John. I'm not a co-host. Ole, I'm a host. Ole, ole, ole. It's kind of like a quality thing. We're all co-hosts. So simmer th- down, John. <laughs> ole, 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 ole. So, guys, I have a question. What's the first thing you think of as soon as you cut your nails? Hockey, because I am the biggest <laughs> hockey fan. <laughs> that's so funny. Because see, see, that's funny. I believe you. <clears throat> I just don't get it. And that's fine. Because we've, we've had some doesn't listeners. Mean they, we, it doesn't mean the joke's bad. I could be we've dumb. We've had listeners who questioned his his loyalty and his actual I see, oh, I get, to hockey. Because apparently he's the greatest hockey fan in the world. Right? So of course it was, I am. It was, it was a throwback, and it had nothing to do with cutting the nails. At all. Yes. I just need an excuse. <laughs> it is actually funny. It is funny. But, but what I think about mm-hmm. is crap. For the next week, I'm not going to be able to pick my nose with quality. Mm. Uh, I don't cut my nails. I usually end up biting them or pulling them off after, right after like the shower. That's really bad hygiene. They're cut. It it, it causes herpes of the fingernails. <laughs> For well, the record. So, um, but what I think uh, of is... Is there anything under that nail I shouldn't be putting in my mouth? <laughs> or just look at it this way: you're making the immune system stronger, yeah, tightening everything on up. Yes, John. you're tightening it up. If yeah. if it's got syphilis, then well, <laughs> I'll battle through it and see what happens on the other side, John. Penny is the first dog I've ever owned. That uh, she she chews her own nails. Does she? Yeah, like I can't cut them. Like, and that's why they're that razor sharp. Because when she was a puppy. I would go and I would go to cut her nails and she hated it so much. So now she just, she just yeah, it. she like, she just started chewing them all. We had to take my wife awesome. to the Your emergency wife. room. We had to take her to the Chris. emergency room. Don't worry room. about it. Sorry. We, we had to take her to the like emergency room. she's literally doing we it. Right? Ha- uh, sorry. I had to repeat the sentence 10 times. That's what makes it beautiful, John. So you had to go to the emergency it's, room? It's deflated. It's no, okay. it's not. It's John, really okay. John. Just like that. You put it back up. <laughs> yeah. You hear me? You put no. your mouth on it, make it big again, and it's undeflated. <laughs> Talking about balloons. Balloons. Again, you brought him here. Balloons. Balloons. You should know that. Deflation. Balloons. What are you talking about? Anyway, Penny no practically ripped my wife's guts out. Your wife. Did when she got to, when, when Penny first got to the house. Cause Good you job. know, she'll jump up. Yeah. And just, my wife's sensitive. Your wife. wife. I got that then. Finally warmed up. So just completely ripped Seven her wives, inside. Yeah. It's cool. Well, I've, uh, I've been, you know, all into the World Cup, hence the Olay thing. Uh, for, for, for you two guys, the World Cup is the biggest event in the world. Hashtag, is America in it? Hashtag social. Turns out they're so not in it that people on Volkswagen commercials are asking them to root for their team. Uh, you haven't seen that series of commercials. They're pretty funny. If America is not in it, it's not real. It's mm-hmm. not important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, God bless the USA. Well. <laughs> You can send all your hate mail to Chris at Weekly Games Chat. Uh, we are in the NHL Finals, are we not? Uh, you had a bunch of, I believe they were Russian. I believe team, America right? was in there, though. It was right. America's team. Vegas? <laughs> so the biggest news of the week, by far, has had to have been what's going on with IHOB. Oh, IHOB. No, the, the biggest news is that uh, the... The coach quit for the capital. Yeah, I'm I, I really broke, keeping this up. I, we're going to keep that going. It's a it's a referring, a, a recurring joke on the Chris sad part his, is it's like literally directed thing. towards yeah. three people. His head coach <laughs> oh. uh, turns out quit one week after winning the cup. So that's been the biggest news story in Chris's life. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole IHOP thing is confused me because it's now IHOP, but locally here we're having commercials run that's showing IHOP and all the different things you can get. Oh, yeah? Very, very rarely mentioning I just thought it was a troll stacks. at some point. No, no. No. I mean, someone goes, oh, we need to be fresh. What was the, uh, what was Wendy's tweet? Did you read about the Wendy's tweet? No. It said, it's something to the effect of, uh, so IHOP is moving to burgers because pancakes are hard. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, did you see mine that I posted up there? Uh, with, uh, Spider-Man and, um, I do want to congratulate you and thank you for following Weekly Games Chat finally. Uh, you know, on, after on I, felt, I felt it was about time. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, I actually saying. logged into my real Twitter and I was like, oh yeah, I know these guys. <laughs> Congrats guys. Um, yeah. no, uh, I posted one. It was, it was Spider-Man and Dr. Strange, but over Dr. Strange. Oh, they had the IHOP on there and he's like, names. yeah, he's like, Hey, my name is Spider-Man. He goes, Oh, I'm IHOP. Oh, we're using our fake names. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> That's funny ish. Uh, I just want to say, oh yeah, the World Cup is going on. <laughs> that no one cares about the World Cup. Well, Literally, South America and Europe, definitely. No, this is not a true statement. You know, it's funny because I, because it felt, and this is completely anecdotal, it felt over the past few years that there was an increase in interest in the World Cup and among, you, among people I know. Yeah. Um, people would go into the conference room, turn the TV on, check out, and, yeah. and watch the game on their breaks. Things like that happening that you just sort of you you're around your friends and everybody's talking about. Yeah, it's in for sure, with South Africa, it's not in conversation anymore. It's, it's almost like it was a it reached a pinnacle and it's now it's it, kind of drawing I, I, back. Well, because they're not in it. Yeah, locally well, that, the the break rooms aren't going to have the U.S. game on there because there is no U.S. game to have on there. Exactly. Now they're going. Well, they weren't even rooting for U.S. I mean, it was just in nobody, general. Nobody, nobody, well, nobody's right. nobody roots for the U.S. I mean, they, you want got to? Their, I root for America. Right, and right now the we have probably the soccer. The, the, we have <laughs> uh, probably always. we have the best as as far as world talent on soccer superstars in the world, and a lot of them are in the World Cup. So I do know of several people in my workplace who we're we're talking all day about this yeah. happening. This is happening. For some reason, it, you're right. It's not like. It doesn't feel like it did when the U.S. is in it. Yeah, I know okay. you said that that wasn't necessarily what. what was Maybe it was. I just I you know. know I don't pay attention. You don't really to know it. sports anyway, so I'm just yeah. You don't care right about things. That's not. That's <laughs> not. To be fair, uh, I'm not go, offended. How can I be? To be fair, when uh, <laughs> when I go to ESPN every day, it's the first thing on the page right now. Yeah. Either that or LeBron. Those are the two things that are do pretty we know much always going yet. Do you have any? I mean, uh, free agency hasn't started. No, but, no, but do you have any gut feeling? Everyone, I he, think, wants. LA just because it would be the biggest thing to happen for the sport. Like yeah. imagine if you have an LA super team going against a super team for Golden State. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. about the only thing that would be better would be if, if like, if they could have a, if they, if him, Paul George and, and Kawhi, um, and Kawhi yeah, somehow that, that, ended up at the Lakers and you went seven games with yeah. them in Golden State in the Western and Final. Houston. Uh, I mean, well, so that's you went somewhere. through all that, yeah. and then you got to have the L.A. Lakers rebirth against Boston. Exactly. And, and that would be the biggest you, thing that happened. Do you know that back in the day, John, that was like a big rivalry in basketball. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Shoot. I mean, Kobe versus uh, the yeah. Big Three a couple of years ago. Uh, the Big Three being Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and uh, the other guy, Paul Pierce. <laughs> the the guy who's like probably yeah, the most the Hall Boston of Famer. legend. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, yeah. 
So that that's ha- that's it's dominating early. Sports. I don't LeBron, I don't think he's going there. LeBron can opt out of this final year, and it's taking. If you watch sports, that's all they talk about with LeBron James. Where's he going? I don't think he's going there. I don't know if he's going anywhere, but we'll see. I think he. Uh, we'll see, man. If when, I to, when I cared about sports, Lakers was my team. Yeah. Mm. Well, you like the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You got you actually own a Dodgers hat that you rock. On who's your red. favorite? Uh, who's your favorite Laker of all time? Yes, Jerry West. Ooh, yeah. the logo. That's the one. Mm. That's okay. the guy. I was always a uh, Captain Skyhawk man, but but Cal- ma- but Magic is a very close second because mm. that's more my childhood was when mm. Magic played. How old are you? Captain Skyhook and uh, and Wilt <laughs> would probably be mine too. I don't. Remember. When did he have to retire? Was it ninety? Who? Ish. Oh, uh, ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah. 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 I just went with the ish. Didn't want to act like I knew it all, Chris. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I remember it. Don't head Bob me. But then Larry Bird. <laughs> Larry Bird moved on to Michael Jordan as sort of a rivalry for a few years. They used to do those McDonald's commercials where. Yeah. Off the backboard, around Pluto, blah blah blah. No, you know that kind of stuff. Mid eighties, he beat the crap out of Jordan. Back well, was, like when they were building the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, no, that's because like, Jordan was would, the Jordan would score forty points a game and lose exactly. every game. Yeah. See, I know some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I Shoot, just want to let you go. Right he now. scored sixty points. Take the collar off the dog and let it run. I was watching the Bulls when they were yeah. a dynasty. Doubles. Yeah. Doubles. <laughs> Doubles. Um, well, speaking, speaking of Bulls, speaking of dynasties returning. Wait, what? Incredibles two came out. Oh, I actually saw that this weekend. Did you? I did. Uh, I I was not lying or trying to troll anyone. That's my favorite superhero movie that came out this year. That's pretty. And awesome. I love and, and John will attest this. I love John, Black Panther. Don't attest. That's, so he can finally stop saying that. But I'll also attest <laughs> that he loves the first Incredibles. I mean, I love the oh, first yes. Incredibles. Pixar his is his thing. I mean, that's that's kind of his. That's good, one of his happy yeah. places. It is a happy place, but like there, <clears> I mean. There are ones I definitely favor more than others. Yeah, one like, of my favorite movies of all time is a Pixar movie. Ooh, which one? Up. Ooh, that's a good that one. was a great movie. That was an amazing movie. That was a great did, movie. Did it make you cry? Within two minutes. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah. I guess I like I yeah. always loved Incredibles though because back in the day, and people seem to forget this. Ago. It's like Incredibles came out before the whole entire MCU thing started, mm-hmm. and it kind of was the first time that we saw like a superhero team up movie. Can't believe that was that, like that I felt like. Did it? I don't write. You said 2004. I, that bothered me too. Yeah, but yeah, it was the first time like that took the superhero thing like team up and did it right. Yeah, like X Men had kind of done it, but really no, that d- was. Dude, don't don't dismiss what X Men One did. Like when it came, I out. mean, but that felt like, uh, and then you go and you watch Incredibles, was, and you're like, no, I, didn't, I don't think it felt like yeah. X Men was legit. Let's put it this way: compared to the comics and to even the TV show from back in the day, the X Men movies i think they're fine i really like x2 you know that john <laughs> the x-men but, tv show yeah i love those things and i mean I, but i understand what you're saying about incredibles dude it was awesome and then even then what's impressive was that they did the whole entire setup for basically what came to be civil war and marvel before they did it you know they did the whole entire hey we're going to regulate heroes and we're going to outlaw oh. it like they were they were ahead of everything on a lot of things. And it, the funny in part was in like, also <laughs> they you know, did everything. Well, fantastic four came out and it's like, it's so funny because you go back and look at Incredibles and Incredibles curves a lot out of, uh, the original fantastic mm-hmm. four. And it's like, how is it that they are able to do what you should be able by natural, you know, 
inclination to be able to do. With well, this look, that's theme. great, but the most important thing is the Creed Two trailer is supposed to drop this week. Meh. No, I'm happy for it. <laughs> the, the day the listeners get this podcast, they should be able to right now. Yeah, maybe. Well, the poster came well, out today. The you, poster came out today. Stallone tweeted that the trailer would drop today, but apparently he was not correct. Today being Tuesday. Today being Tuesday. June and something. Then, He's and not the they, brightest guy. Actually, oh, you were not he is very guy. bright. Anyway, I saw, um, they, they did a, you know, those, uh, you know, those hundred questions <laughs> for actors, like they did it for Daisy Ridley and they did it for yes, uh, Michael yes, B. Jordan. Yes. One of the questions was to Michael, they said, uh, what can you tell us about Sly? He goes, he seems to know everything. He can look at a table and tell you what kind of wood, where it was manufactured and where that wood comes I'm from. So BS. can Nick Hofferman. He, yeah. It's like, he seems <laughs> I'm to calling know, BS. No, Mike, Michael B. Jordan was like, he seems to know something about everything. Which is true. I mean, he has a track record for being, he's actually quite intelligent. Well, I'm glad all these things started. York for Mensa. That we just talked about because I've actually been very sad that E3 is over. Oh man. It's, it's a yeah, lull. It kind of hurt. It always hurts. Uh, one of my things, I always watch the, uh, you know, the sign offs of each, of each like streaming, like whether it be Nintendo or GameSpot or whoever. They all kind of get on the stage and they're like, bye. Yeah. See you next year. Goodbye, buddy. But, but, and you're like, <laughs> but some cool it. things happen. I mean, you've got, Unravel dropped during E3. Splatoon Octo expansion dropped during E3. And oh, and you got the fun of Fortnite being on, you know, the Switch and Sony being so cool about the crossplay aspect of that's, it. That's, that'll be. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of the dropping a game during E3. Like I, I'm it's fine a, with the expansion mm-hmm. that makes sense. That but was like, cool how they did that. It's yeah. like yeah. you dropped Unravel two, and then like especially because EA goes first, it just kind of was out there. And no one's paying attention to it, right? Because one, the media, they're all off at E3 covering E3. So no one has time to really get a review, it, review up. It, yeah. Um, but we that's will, probably you know, why? Yeah. That's, we will, Chris. that's why I would they worry wanted, about it. They wanted a week's worth of sales before people got their hands on it because sure. it was tracking like it was like, Oh wow, this is like 81, 82, but it's slowly starting to yeah, drop. Yeah. It's dipping down as more oh, elite, no. I guess. Well, harder graders. Yeah. But. You know. But, you know, a lot of people were not Harder graders. Yeah. I, know, right? I heard it. A lot of people weren't Cheese necessarily graders. high on the first one. But I was. No. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I, it was cool I can relate to that, yeah. as we'll probably discuss in a little while. So I can relate. But um bum 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 That's not the right words. Penny just attacked him. Yeah. Chris Penny tight. just lunged at him. Well, this would probably be a good time to say... Uh. You love yeah, him? let's 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 do this because okay. Chris needs to take care of some things. Oh, he, he's yeah. See how he's getting ready to do it. I've oh. got to get to level fifty. You can do it. <laughs> what level are you on? Uh, two. <laughs> Topic time 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 time. One. The topic is. Vampire. Vampire? Vampire. 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 Penny's topic is and face. Ladies and gentlemen, you will have the luxury of hearing what the one and only <laughs> Jonathan Barron has to say about it. You want to go get a beer? Uh, yeah, let's run to the store, get some maybe some chicken wings. All right. Uh, John, we'll be back in 30. Can you get it done by then? Ladies and gentlemen. He's like 30. Ladies and gentlemen, finally, 
<laughs> it's just you and me. Sit back, Snooze relax, fast. and everyone just and listen deleted. to the soft, sweet nothings. Of I my told voice. you we should put emails and news first. Emails and news. We're kidding. Are we going to listen to the? I know you are. You got the thick skin on right now. You're good. Okay. Yeah, you do. You look good. Life's We're going to listen to the music of the night. That I'll God. tell you this. <laughs> That's funny. That crease. Still going strong. Still, still going like it's day one. Two hundred washes later. <laughs> Anyways, I looked. Uh, I looked at these shirts last week. I'm like, it's time to get new shirts. No, I've, got, I've got. I've got. I got dirt rings around my neck. Ooh, sweat rings or whatever. So this was. Um, this we're, was a game not, that was on Kickstarter. We're right? not ready. I don't was really, Kickstarter? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought it know. was. We Maybe. Don't, no one cares. Really, I don't think. I'm not. That's not a slide at you, Chris. I don't think anybody cares that a game from Kickstarter made it to John's hands. Do they? I know that it's Google fact check time now that we've said that. I'm nobody fact checking nobody. I'm just curious. Nobody. Hey, don't you fact check me like that, bruh. Kickstarter. How do you spell Kickstarter? Uh, K-I-C-K. Vampire. With a Y, John. With a Y. Vampire. Yeah, that's how we do it. With a Y. Chris has a blanket for Penny. Things are going to change over there in a minute. No, nothing's coming up. Yeah. Well, same thing. It was a. It was. Maybe I was singing bloodstain. Maybe this is it. Hold on. Just for the record, Chris, it was not an official Google fact check. There's an article called "Why I'm So Disappointed by Vampire." (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Did you write? No, I'm kidding. Um, Actually, that's uh, from last year. I apologize to you two if I burp and you smell beef lo mein. Because uh, I definitely had some beef lo mein today. That's funny. It was delicious. Were you at the house today? I was. Okay. I stayed at the house all day. Every day. Good deal. I sent the old madre to go get the beef lo mein. <laughs> and mock get that beef lo mein. Well, Chris, to answer your question, nothing immediately popped up for Kickstarters involving vampire. You could be right. I'm just I'm Maybe not I'm sure. thinking of that blood stain. Or was the other one? You know. Blood stained. Yeah, maybe that's the one. I'm that's definitely of. Kickstarter. Okay. Well, but, um, yeah, this one, this one, um, it has not been revealed to me in this game why it is called Vampire with the spelling of the Y. Don't Trademark? Know, don't know if they will. I don't know if it's a derivation mm-hmm. on how they pronounced it or, or spelled it back in the day. So I'm not sure. But, um, I was looking, that, that is a great. Oh, yeah, that's good. Great. Uh, graphic, what he just showed us was our graphic for this week. You guys should enjoy it and really yeah. see the why that we speak of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've uh, I've had the the pleasure of playing this game. I was really looking forward to it. I'd mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast over the past year. It just had it just had that all the elements of story and history, goth, all, every all of John's vampires. Check marks, really. all, it hit a lot of my check marks yeah, for sure. The majority. Don't nod is a d- developer that most of us are oh, familiar I was like, with. Oh, sorry, <clears throat> I like nodding. I love Life is Strange. <laughs> Life is Strange. You know from Though, Life is Strange. I don't think this is the Life is Strange team that did Fair this enough. game. Yeah. It's probably true because they did that Captain whatever Captain, underpants or whatever it's called. Well, no, it's, <laughs> whatever yeah, the superhero thing. Is. Yeah, and I didn't realize this at the time. Um, they developed Remember Me. I don't know if if you uh, recall that one. I for, remember that for previous generation. Never got my hands on it, but it looked pretty good. Mm. Um, I think it got mixed reviews, but that's okay. Kind of like so, this one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I, you know, as I talk about it, I can completely understand why. Um, so it's it's basically it's basically an RPG 
third person action game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a real strange hybrid of a lot of things. It, 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 the one, one of the heavy features in this game is story, uh, which I'll get into in a little while. But, um, the setting for it is, uh, basically World War One England. Um, Ooh. yeah. Taking place in so. London. Um, for the most part, from what I gather, it takes place in sort of more of the seedy areas of London, like Whitechapel, um, East End, the dock, uh, the East End docks, things like that. Um, so there's a, there's a, there's definitely a, a flavor of a post Victorian era England that is, that is wrapping up the, um, tumultuous era of World War Two. We're just going to have this kind of stuff going when we talk. Just so yeah, right we, now you're watching pretty much kind of the opening cutscene. Yeah, for the they're like just what? To, just to get no, this is just for us. This is yeah, just yeah, kind of get. I'm a just feel kind of walking y'all through this. Yeah. We have we have video on the screen of is the it, game. Is it? Do you remember the Order 1886? Very good. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot. There's a lot there that, and, and for that very reason, one of the things that drew me to the mm-hmm. Order was that atmosphere. And in fact, it has, it's a, it's a, and I'll, I'll, I'll dive into this a little Ooh, bit more. Oh, at first. <laughs> yeah. All up in the paint <laughs> or whatever. Hard in the paint. Like, all <laughs> up in the paint. <laughs> I guess so I, get, uh, I get why it's like a God thing, but it is kind of weird. That's a God thing in World War One. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you see his hairstyle. I mean, people yeah. are wearing that hairstyle now. I, I yeah. think I think yeah. the goth thing always relates to World War One era ish. No, I've always Victorian think, era. Yeah, to me, it kind of spans all yeah. together. And it's because we, they, people like, were just dumb. They didn't know better. Yeah, I mean, this is that still was, that was for pure reaction. Chris. This is still in the era of you the industrial <laughs> revolution, where trade unions are starting <laughs> to emerge and become more powerful in London, things like that. So. <clears throat> One of the one of the key backdrops to this game is the the Spanish flu epidemic of 1918. Real where, thing, yeah. So I mean, and that's another draw for me when you tap into real historical yeah, settings, it. but you put a fictional twist on it. That's where that's one little that's where you have me hook, line, and sinker. So mm-hmm. the character you play as is Doctor Jonathan Reed. Oh, he is a <clears throat> he is a surgeon that just got back from the front lines of world war one, where he became prevalent in the, in the field of medicine for his work on blood transfusions. Mm. You wake up in the, in the beginning of the game and this is, and this is pretty much be as much as I'll spoil. You wake up in the beginning of the game surrounded by bodies. Basically you're, you're kind of in that bodies being brought back from world war two. You wake up as a, newly fledged newly born vampire you have no idea why you're a vampire you know you don't know how you got there you have very little memory of who created you what happened to you and why but i'm guessing it's self uh safe to presume that they thought you was dead basically yeah, yeah. well and so you, the moment the very few moments and you saw a glimpse of it on screen the very first few moments tragedy immediately happens yeah. got you so but, and and, I, and, yeah, that's that's not really spoiler territory no. for me then because you're gonna see it if you play the game. Yeah. Um. Very. It, it looks mm-hmm. really. I mean, it looks good as far as the aesthetics of the game. Yeah. The Ooh, they uh, say bad bad words. The aesthetics are. Doctor Reed. 
graphically looks looks good. The only knock on the graphics I would give it is occasionally you would find an NPC in the game that's just not very well mm-hmm. designed or you know. But you can kind of at the same time know that that blends a little bit with the art style they were going for. So the art style they're going for isn't isn't necessarily going to make something look gorgeous and beautiful. But as far as the world is concerned, the the fog everywhere, that, yeah, that. the lighting, dark avenues, cobblestone cobblestone streets, things like that. There's a guy running down <clears throat> a, an alley right now holding it looks like a fire stick. Yeah, he's got a it's a it's basically gun. a fire crossbow. And it looks so cool. I mean, like that's what I mean. That that stuff looks <clears throat> tremendously Oh yeah, know, what it does well with done. atmosphere is in, is in, is incredible. Now there have been complaints about criticism on the graphics of the game. I am playing mm-hmm. it on the on the Xbox One X, so it's 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 probably aside from PC. You, you didn't you, you didn't got, say you got a One right. X. What did I say? You said the Xbox One X. It's Xbox One X X X Scorpio. You, you have an Xbox Five One X. Five million teraflops. I do. I do. did you get? It's, World it's, premiere it's exclusive, but uh, basically, <laughs> as Doctor Reed, your mission, as I've as I've discovered or as I've determined, is you're basically you find yourself simultaneously searching for what happened to you, and also simultaneously trying to find a solution to what appears to be the Spanish flu. See, that's the part I've heard is the best part of the game. Oh, the the yeah, and and we'll touch on that immediately. The the, the yeah, as we far will. as the mechanics go. Um, See that was a joke. Chris would immediately look at this story and go, you know, the first times we, the first time we really saw this type of stuff, at least that I did, was for the Mass Effect series. Sure, we have these dialogue trees. You're talking to somebody in the world, and you basically decide what you're going to reply to this character in the world. First time we actually saw these was in Kotor. Uh, that came out. Oh yeah. Came, okay. Yeah. Hey, Chris, remember that time about knowing it all? <laughs> Which it's uh, my name's Clarissa. Okay. I mean, it's it's. Oh oh oh. I mean, Dylan's fighting words. That's John. Bioware, right? Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still okay. Bioware. So the core, the core gameplay, and this might turn some people off. Um, I was surprised at how much I dug it because you know my history of of how of dialogue trees, things like that. The core mechanic of the world is interacting with these people. Yeah. And how they're and they're and how they're interconnected. They know each other, that they have certain social circles where you talk to these you'll go up to someone, you'll talk to them, you'll see this wheel where you see obvious responses or things you can say to them, but in other selections you'll you'll see the word hint. Meaning that in this particular thing, and I don't know if this is unique. It felt unique to me. It was it was it was a newer experience for me. Basically, in order to unlock these hints, you have to talk to other people in the world who happen to know this person that reveal secrets that they might not want you to know that they're not immediately divulging. Yeah, to there's, you. There's, or there's moments where you can find this person, follow him somewhere mm-hmm. where he reveals where, where a secret gets revealed that he doesn't know that, you know, now, um, one of the mechanics in this world, since it's, since the, since the city is plagued with the Spanish flu epidemic, you discover people with, with flu like symptoms and it could be a range of things. There's people and you have a, you have a van, a vampire sense mechanic 
where gotcha. you can view somebody and you can determine through your senses what exactly is ailing somebody. Some mm. people are perfectly healthy, but a lot of people have headaches, Flu. migraines, pneumonia, bronchitis, uh, um, ane- they're anemic. And so there's, there's recipes in the world that where you can concoct and, um, and create remedies for these people. Mm-hmm. And so each location, for example, if you divide it up into a plate in the White Chapel, um, or the, or the Pembroke Hospital or the, the uh, the docks, they're all basically the, uh, a community. White Chapel is its own community with its own citizens. And you go into the menu and you see kind of the health status of Whitechapel. I see right here. So, yeah, you can improve the health status of the community by helping solve their problems, by helping them with what ails them, Hmm. by revealing new hints, by completing missions for these people. The status of their health increases over time or depending on decisions that you make, those decisions, the uh, the status can go down. I think it's... um, it's a range between critical and sanitize, meaning hmm. that you've kind of rid the the area of the map from the Spanish flu. Gotcha. In a sense. So that's it, – it creates a very wide range, a, a lot of variety in how you approach all the characters in the game. You get to know them. You solve their problems. They reveal secrets to you. They reveal things you didn't know about yourself. These range from humans to um, to fellow vampires, so I'm with you. You can definitely interact in, on that scale. Yeah, like listening to other people have played this game. Like that's the part where when I heard them talking about, like this interests me. I I, yeah. I like you know how I like doing these kinds of things, and that that's one of the reasons I love The Witcher so much. Was yeah. like it was like, hey, here's this quest, and you have. Literally about five or six different ways you can go through to solve it. Mm-hmm. None of them are particularly right, but you know, you may miss things or gain things by doing it a certain way. Well, the um, interesting thing is all this stuff is kind of a crapshoot. You kind of just go, there's, there's two ways to approach how you play this game. Mm-hmm. When you solve somebody's problems, when you heal them from their ailments, their, their blood quality improves. Yeah. Now you can go through this game and never drink any innocent civilian's blood. Um, and you can go through the mission like that. You could still gain XP by defeating enemies, doing quests, all that stuff. And you can, you can build your skill tree. But if you want to really maximize your skill tree, you what, it, what it forces you to do is it, um, build up people's health so that their blood incre- increases and improves, kill them, and you get, in some cases, 6,000 XP yeah. for killing somebody. But the problem with that is it's kind of it's, it's a trade-off. It's how, it's, it's, you have to choose how you want to play. Do you want to get BA? And right. you have to kill a bunch of people. But if you want to maintain um, that level of, I don't want to kill, I want to maintain my integrity the game is a little bit more challenging. Yeah. See, that's what, uh, I had heard like the people who I'd listened to prior to this talking, like they felt like, you know, there's always games that have these kinds of things. Like prey had that mechanic to it. Yeah. Um, of course, dishonored is a, mm-hmm. a great example and things like that. Um, 
the criticism I've heard about this is that because of the way combat is in this game, which a lot of people seem to say is the low point, um, it's kind of almost a necessity that they felt like if you really want to get through this thing uh, without lowering in difficulty or anything, you're probably probably are going to have to be the most patient person and just really learn how this mechanic everything works and get great at it, or else you're probably going to have to kill people. You know, it's just it, it's like a fact because it's like you're not going to be able to, to upgrade and get the things you need to take on the tougher enemies as you go later yeah, and later th- in this I game. think I think that's you know, and I haven't finished it. I'm yeah. I'm past the halfway point. I've played for about a little over twenty hours. Have you killed anyone? No, I don't think so. Ah, okay. I don't think I have. So they may be right to a point, but it depends on how you want to play. Um sure. you get you can get XP to the point of being competitive in the game if you if you just go on quests and you do things for people. Now, if you want to just barrel through the game mm-hmm. without really dealing with the community, yeah, it's going to be very difficult for you to um, combat the bosses and defeat enemies and things like that, which 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 uh, brings me to kind of the upgrade system in the game as far as the combat. Gotcha. I agree <laughs> with the criticism. The combat... Um, very well done. Is a transition. I mean, into it's kind of like that close that was, over the shoulder oh, third person. I was going right? to say, Chris, the segue. Yeah, the segue was great because Chris, you brought up, you yeah. know, that people were complaining about the the combat. And then speaking with John, I kind of just wanted to get an idea of yeah. where he was with the game. He said, "Well, the I, combat. I tell you about yeah. the combat. It's kind of iffy, and we'll it's go from a, there. It's definitely a mixed bag for me. Um, yeah. And that's uh, historically the folks who have done these games, as you said, like remember me. That's kind of like their mo is that they they have really cool ideas sure. but things like the combat and stuff like that isn't necessarily fleshed out as great as it could be as say like something like where sure take like i don't know god of war where that That's had really one. cool <laughs> ideas in it but you could tell cory yeah. balrog was like no 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 we're going to make everything work in this yeah you know? the, the the character of dr reed i mean it's kind of a shame because you I guess the I guess the combat, it's functional. It gets yeah. it, it gets the job done, but it's not it's not something highly stylized. In many cases, well, dude, even watching it right here, you know, like we said, yeah, we, it it looks like you said it gets it technically gets the job done, but it doesn't look like it'd be fun at all. It's it, I mean it, it I wouldn't I wouldn't describe it as not fun. Right. Um, you can get yourself up to a point where you're you're skilled and you can take down enemies relatively easily. Um, but what this guy on the screen is not doing is, and uh, you know, a lot of people might miss it in the game. There is a lock on mechanic mm-hmm. to where you can keep the enemy in front of you at all times. As all of them are just one, just that's, one. That's old Zelda John coming yeah. out right there. Yeah. So <laughs> it, when you're when you're fighting a, a, a group. Yeah. yeah, it can be a challenge, um, and it's and it's obvious, and in in many cases, it's best to just leave the locking mechanism off. So the challenge is keeping the camera in front of you, being able to consistently see your enemy, because you could be dodging the enemy, you know, getting out of the way, and 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 you end up where the enemy is off the screen and he could be coming at you See, and you never know he's there. When you have that like tight over the shoulder game, like that to me is what separates like good versus great. Like, <clears throat> you know, 
again, going back to things recently, God of War, like God of mm. War has a very tight camera angle uh for for good yeah, reason but like you never feel like between <laughs> between the uh the audio cues of atreus and then also the actual like notifications you get on screen you feel like as if you're paying attention that even though there might be someone who's about to hit you behind you you're aware to it mm-hmm. and you can parry to it and defend exactly. it and, and maybe that's uh, what's going on with this one the saving grace to this combat yeah. is the variety of things you can do with your weapons. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the, the gauges on the top, you see three gauges. The the green, obviously, is the life meter. The yellow is the stamina gauge. Okay. And the the one below it is, like the, magic. is your blood meter. Yeah, it's magic. And your blood meter is kind of your key to your special powers. Your it, you can you can get powers through your skill tree that allow you to heal yourself with the with your own blood. Um, it uses your special special more aggressive attacks. Um, each of these gauges you can increase over time, so they get longer across the screen. Your stamina um, is what helps you evade attacks. Mm-hmm. So you can if you're not paying attention, you can evade so much that you wear yourself out and you're kind of stuck in limbo and you're just yeah. open yourself up to attack. So there's a lot of strategy, strategy, a lot of skill. Um, I would say that the combat, you can get to a point where you can master the combat where you can relatively be able to, the, the combat is not broken. It's, it's functional. Don't nod needs to really work on, really getting a good combat system in their games well i mean the thing that they're most known for now storytelling yeah i mean there's there's but combat they, but in it, it but it's interactive combat sure. right yeah. well, well, but I, this is full-on combat well, I'm yeah, saying, thinking, yeah. this is full-fledged from what i've seen from what you've said right yeah. if you combine that awesome story with like some legit combat to go with it mm-hmm. i mean does it I don't know what your Richard score is going to be, yeah. but does it add another point to it? Does it add another two? Oh, at least. Does it set yeah. it? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that if you have combat in a game, you do want a tight combat system. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you decide to have that mm-hmm. in the game. So yeah. And the yeah. crafting system in this game is, is pretty good. You have, you have, you discover weapons throughout the world that could be, um, one, ha- one handed axes or swords, two handed mm-hmm. clubs, uh, you also have a secondary weapon uh, that, which could be shotguns, pistols, guns, um, weapons that you can use to like stakes that can help disable. And and one thing about an enemy is uh, they each enemy has a stamina gauge as well. So if you get the enemy enemy stamina down, you can drink you can drink yeah, their yeah. blood, and that builds Wear up your now. blood gauge that helps you through that helps you get through combat. Now I would say if you're going without killing anybody, mm-hmm. you have got to build up your blood gauge, your life gauge, and your stamina gauge. Okay. That helps you survive in this world. Now, Sean, That's the way I'm playing. I know you probably just got confused when you said clubs. That was not <laughs> about football or World Cup. But what about in, in my club? <laughs> you splash the pot however you please. It, look, FIFA is not coming out on stage with a stupid Germany Man. cup, okay? <laughs> so in, I'll, I'll wrap it up in a little bit. Never. The pros... Oh, as far as the That's pros later. for this oh. game, oh. okay. most of the characters in this game are pretty interesting mm-hmm. on a consistent level. 
Um, they have their own stories, their own lives, and they're really fleshed out really well. You Don't and, and, and if there's and if there's one thing about character, I can say if you if when you really focus on that on, on, on supporting characters, character development, it really helps to make this world alive, and that's kind of the key to what to to this as far as its atmosphere, the the authenticity of the world built in with these characters, you're really making making seedy dark London a really amazing place to I kinda want to go to seedy dark London, dude. Yeah. There's a game called Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Terrible game. <laughs> the music is 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 also kind of a an, an added bonus. It's all most of it is all classic um strings mm. but really heavy violin and viola where you're Taking that cat gut, good and really, old viola, and you're yep. really stroking it across the uh, across the across the violin. Across yeah, fun the fact: John used to tour in Europe with the viola group. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, John Viola Baron. And I have to say, as far as as far as the lore and the story, yeah, this is to me this is on this is on par with the mm. the world of vampires that Anne Rice built. Whoa. This is a really u- this is a really unique approach so Queen to, of the Dam. to vampire lore. I mean, it's really. I mean, I'm like, I, I, I'm playing this game, going, I'd read this book. Yeah, I would read this. And you're book. a book reader. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a cool twist to it too. Just the idea of like a doctor during an epidemic that needs to feed to survive. Exactly. I mean, it's I a mean, brilliant it, idea. Yeah, it's a brilliant idea. It's I a agree. brilliant idea. Um, the cons, I touched on. I mean, uh, it's a lot better than the idea of. I don't know, vampires in the South that, you know, Glow sound like or they're sparkle. Yeah. They're no, no, not those ones oh. that, uh, that yeah. drink blood Calm down dude. and then apparently sell true blood Oh, that and one. sound like they're debutantes. Yeah. But she was hot. <laughs> I, I she never, really was. She I was never hot. watched that one. Oh, everybody was, the, and yeah. the ones that sparkled were, were pretty. So <laughs> pretty. So those are, you know, the, the graphics, you know, it's a dark game without a lot of color, but, this game to me, because it captures that 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 essence so well, graphically and everything, the game's beautiful, yeah. in my opinion. I think it is too. From it doesn't. What I've seen, it's not the sure. type of game where you where it's gonna pop like Assassin's Creed Odyssey because there's so much color and so much texture. But this does what it needs to do, and I just I, sometimes I stop and I just look around. The it's just so the setting, like from the video we saw, <laughs> I'd say the setting looks really nice. Character animation as far as face and all that it's fine it, it's about yeah it's fine it's about on um, par maybe a little bit less than what i've saw in life <laughs> is strange he's liar liar and no seen, i mean it, it it's looks like, like it's <laughs> not I, I don't want anyone to get like the wrong idea like this isn't like for instance as i would say like this isn't like the witcher to me as far as what i saw I don't know, dude. or or shoot even like a watching a cutscene of like drake uh or or shoot kratos here recently you know it's fine it does what it needs to do, but sure. it's like, I'm like, yeah, that might be where you see the budget. <laughs> yeah, that's me, fair. As, that's as fair. I'm looking at. <laughs> You're wrong. But that's fair, though. You're kidding. wrong, but it's fair. So a couple of cons. Here we go. The old um, nitpicks. Huh, obviously, John? I touched on the mechanics yeah, uh, as far as the combat. The combat, I mean, just had they just spent some time on this combat. The combat team's listening right now, and they're yeah. like, dude. Yeah, they're listening. If you knew. I didn't eat for three weeks. Yeah. So since we already covered that. <laughs> Why don't you make um, combat? We <laughs> think you can combat better. Did you ever play Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> the game is uh, it, the game is an open world, mm-hmm. but it can be kind of restrictive. 
it's opened up a lot more since I. <laughs> Is it Metroidvania? Since not you, really. Since you uh, not really. It's opened up a lot more since uh, since I immediately made the observation. So that's kind oh, of changing a little bit. Do you have a lot of backtracking? Uh, so far, I wouldn't say backtracking implies hassle. Well, no, so no, I no. Wouldn't I, say, when I say backtracking, I mean like, is there encouragement to re-explore areas you've previously hey, been? You articulated that a way, yeah. way better the second yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, I've spent, I've spent <laughs> more, I've probably spent more time in Whitechapel than any place because you know I'm still early up. Well, is your I'm, name Jack? Hey, yeah, right. per per the website Chris pulled up, you're not early. No, I, no, no. Well, I was like looking. He said he was 20, 20 hours, hours in. in and he's like only halfway through. And I was like, How I was looking. I've spent yeah. a lot of time. I was like, oh, okay. John's going for the completions because for I'm not, I'm the, not they're like, complete. they're saying main story and extras is like 23 hours and like just going through it is 20. And then I, like it's a completion is 41 hours. It always takes me much longer to do that. Yeah, stuff. it does. He's I dumb. Mean, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so it's not. <laughs> He's just lost. Am I? Standing there. <laughs> the uh, the game is obviously an open world, but I mean, and it it's a small gripe because the world seems like a big world, but it's really not. I mean, you can get to anywhere you need to go within a few minutes, but at the same time, it would have been nice to have a fast travel nice. system because there are there are. What game did you play recently? You had that same gripe. I don't remember. I think I think God of War, probably. Where you said it didn't open up. Oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, you don't get fast travel until yeah. like really late in that game. At least they give it You're to you. You're a fast yeah. travel elitist. <laughs> he is. He needs to this, be held. He, I don't do want to walk there. <laughs> every every area like Whitechapel and Pembroke has like hideouts and places you can go where you upgrade your tools, your weapons, and stuff like that. And they're all on the map. Mm-hmm. But they never implemented a fast travel system to those locations. Again, it's it's not a huge world, so it's not that much of a damper. But it would have been a, definitely a nice to have. Uh, secondly, when you're going when you're going back to visit areas and you're trying to find a certain person, yeah, your your vampire senses you can activate those and you can scan the world. You see like little red dots in the world that are heartbeats. Okay. And it typically highlights who that person is. But you still got to do a little bit of search. I wish they'd had a feature in the game where you can select, I want to go visit um, Dr. Sandry. And it would just, and there would just be a GPS system in place to lead you to that person. So you don't gotcha. have to spend a little, you don't have to spend too much time hunting him he down. He needs glowing breadcrumbs. It doesn't take long to, it's not a chore. It, it's, it doesn't take long to find somebody if you're looking for him. It does, but it's, it's like, not, you're not doing Because they circle a, the same areas. They're in the same areas. Yeah, you're it's saying just, it's like, it's not like where it's a quest and it's like find this person. It's like, you're just like, look, you I need find to find him. this person. Yeah. You know, so, so there's literally, there's, there's virtually no GPS system in the game the way we know them today i got you and then you know the um and i mean so those are my kind of my three knocks to include the the combat could use some serious work so if you were to uh whoa whoa whoa. put a richard to it whoa at this point i don't don't know do you feel comfortable playing a richard there i mean that you're coming just uh, i could um at this point where's your richard at 20 hours in are you ready to say it? Do you have any more to say about the game? It's a it's an eight for me. Oh, okay. I know that's a little high no, for the not. scores, but um, well, what's the aggregate kind of seventy two right now? Yeah, on Metacritic. Really, I wonder. 
really the the thing that really hurt it was the combat. Yeah. For most people. Most people collectively agree that it is that the story is uh just cool. an absolute win yeah. for the game. The one um it, there's such a dichotomy. Of, oh, there, there it go. is. We got it. There's such woo, a woo, there's woo. such a dichotomy of how you can play. It's not like Dishonored where you can kill, spare, you know, all where you can kind of get a measure of. I think in Dishonored series you have several different endings. Yeah. You in this one there's no middle ground. You can't. You know, it doesn't really it doesn't really account for the fact that you kill occasionally. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to. Sorry. Good cool. job. Don't worry about it. You kind of have to adopt. <laughs> it's only been 158 episodes. You kind of have to adopt the play style and run with it. Yeah. Um, and I think and that- me, it, it really, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I guess I'm by nature a very empathetic person. It's always been difficult for me to behave in the negative when it comes to video games. It's I- always been difficult for me. Chris has no trouble with it. <laughs> It's not, that's not a knock on anything. He's, he has a lot of fun playing both ways and he can bounce back yeah, and he forth. Does. Yeah. <laughs> I but, this, but this is a, and look, this is a, this is a niche game. Um, if you don't like the, if you don't like history, if you don't like, if you don't like vampires, if you don't like gothic settings, heck, if you don't like England, I mean, there's a lot of, that's really strange. Yeah. What'd you expect? This is what she does. Anyway. Um, she smells Burgess. I can't obviously recommend it to everybody because it's not everybody's bag, but I'm surprised. Look, when I went into GameStop to get, to pick it up, it had, it had hit the 73 mark and the guy said, Hey, what are you here to pick up? And I went vampire. I was not enthusiastic. I was really disappointed about how the scores ended up. Yeah, I'll but never be that I'm, way. I know I'm you don't very, mean to be I'm very happy about this game. Yeah. Very happy. And it's kind of like one of those things, John, where we saw Solo, the the Han Solo movie. Yeah. We had heard bad things about it. Maybe you go in with lower expectations mm-hmm. and we come out of it going, I kind of like that. Yeah. And you go in with the expectation of this is going to be a 70-ish game. Yeah. But you decide to immerse yourself in the story. You kind of let it be what it is and you're having a great time playing it. So I mean, I, I, I haven't been able to really. Sometimes you, you get to that that game where you think about it all day long when you're not playing it. And you know that's been this game to me. This this world, I'm just really enamored. world. I'm the the can't. That's why the combat is so forgivable because I'm just so plugged into this world. I guess uh, from a service point, like the one thing that would concern me on this, like when you look at that kind of stuff, is that it's a sixty dollar game. You know, like. And like I kind of view them like, okay, you're asking for sixty dollars in your combat. But, is supposed to, and this is supposed mm, to be a twenty to as we saw twenty to forty I, hour. That game. was going to be my combo. My like, you're yeah. like, where you always say it's you're paying for the experience. New gears, sure, sure. This for two hours or this for six hours or whatever. We always say. I mean, if for some people, if it does fall in that niche, if you <clears> like the Anne Rice yeah. type settings. You may feel like you need to give them more money for this game. No, I don't regret spending sixty bucks on it. But to Chris's point, yeah, yeah, you know, some, you know, I can definitely recommend this game to people if it drops in price because I understand. Yeah, I get that. So if it, if it's a thirty nine ninety nine mark, in. But as far as if no, it's as low? far as if it's economically <laughs> worth sixty dollars, yeah, you can definitely justify a sixty dollars price for the content in and of itself. 
You know, I mean, yeah. there's much there. There are games with far worse combat than this. The combat is serviceable, serviceable, and you can get the job done with it. Yeah, it's just not the highlight. Well, John, as always, tap match Thank for you. sure. Thank you. You guys, uh, you want to do some news? Do some I'm news. down with some news. Yeah, let's do some things. John was so upset last week because he didn't get the right news. Why didn't he was get the right news? I was good. <laughs> Did he get the right news? No, because the whole entire episode oh. was news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let's go to the news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! Why well, can't I get this every week? Sean, can you cut that light right there? No, man? no. You know why? Because the entire time we've been in a, a grotto recording this podcast. A grotto. Okay. So right now we're going to stay in the grotto. I'll walk over there and do it. <laughs> Don't make me, young man. I'll turn this podcast that around. That really helped. Yeah, yeah it helped it tremendously. There's, uh, there's a lamp in the corner without a lampshade. But it's got one of those energy saver light bulbs in it, so it should be bright and perfect. See? But it's not because he got the 20-watt one. That's his contribution to climate change yeah. uh last of us sales the last of us has now sold over 17 million copies since it was first released back in 2013 naughty dog made the announcement via twitter in celebration of the game's fifth anniversary the original release <laughs> was on june 14 2013 on playstation 3 the game was remastered and released on ps4 in 2014 Quote, over 17 million of you have taken this journey with us and your love, support, and fandom for these characters and their story has been incredible. That does not surprise me at all. I like it. It's just, it's going to ramp up the hype, man. Yeah. For the game that does not have a release date that made John so mad, but happy at the same time. I'm almost certain that I Mm. keep getting kicked by my son, but I'm also almost certain that most of the sales... Oh, that's so funny. That's funny. I'm almost certain that this game's sales came primarily from the PlayStation 4 version. Ooh. No, 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 no. Probably both. 17 million. The game had already been out, only been out one year before it got remastered. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. That's all I'm saying. But, ooh. I I don't know. I remember it sold, like, what? Like, at that point. Hotcakes. They were, like, yeah, so, okay, that was like from release. I thought it was like 10 million in its first year. No, and I so. mean, like, I remember it, everyone saying like it was easily the biggest selling, uh, both Naughty Dog game and also PlayStation 3 exclusive at the time. Yeah. But at the, you know, I don't the, know. The Naughty Dogs games had been between three and five million. I mean, yeah. So Uncharted series. If it did like double. So, I mean, 10 million is, I, I, did you hear, look, uh, no, no offense, but I want to make sure you heard what I said. Yeah. What I said was the game had already been, had only been out for a year on the PlayStation three before they remastered it. Therefore, sure. most of their sales were garnered from the PlayStation four version. That's all I said. Yeah. We heard yeah. it. That's why we said what we said. Yeah. He's, I said, well, I'm saying like, I'm challenging saying the, I don't no, know. I, I mean, like, like he heard it differently to me. I guess I just kind of view, I'm like, if I had to take a running bet of where most people played this, it was PlayStation three. Just because at that point you it's had eighty, I don't know. There was eighty million consoles. Yeah, but when it was the towards the end out. of the life cycle when people were moving on, and it was the only mm-hmm. game before the other one came out. I yeah, just, there's definitely a lot. Of I played did. it on PS3, so you know what everybody else yeah. did too. Everyone John. this played. Me too. I don't know. You didn't. I'm play sure it. it's. If anything, it's probably close you didn't to even a split. Like that game. I, I definitely will not discount that there has What's probably been right now? six to eight million people played. 
but you're still talking about it. VR and Microsoft. VR was not terribly <laughs> prevalent during E3 press conferences this year. Prevalent. Yeah. yeah. First care. time I was smart. Uh, while Sony is still supporting PSVR, Microsoft apparently has no interest in releasing a competing headset. According to Mike Nichols of Microsoft or Microsoft CMO, <clears> our perspective <throat> on it has been and continues to be that the PC is probably the best platform for the more immersive VR and MR. Uh, as an open platform, it's just it just allows for faster, more rapid in- iteration. There are plenty of companies investing in in, in the hardware and the content uh, and some combination there within. Uh, that doesn't really surprise me because I think pretty much Phil has gone on record as saying like, hey, we're not going to probably jump into this until mm-hmm. you can have a headset that can do console quality uh, without wires. I that think, seems to I be think, what they're I looking for. I think this for. is evidence that the, 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 the virtual reality is dead. I think that's what it is. It's dead. <laughs> Bigly. Don't, it's not dead. Yeah, it's not. Bigly. It's not dead at all. It's like only Bigly in bed. Are you dead. Trying? Put in the nail. <laughs> it's gone. That's actually pretty good. The, and you the, beat a freaking VR game this week. The yeah. VR game you have at home, poof, it just went away. Or no, it's I'm not sorry, there. Jeff did. It's Jeff not did. in your living room anymore. Um, I don't know why we're out. trumping this. Because <laughs> he's being funny. Because I'm being obnoxious about it. Yeah, yeah. Being obnoxious. Um, yeah but know, it doesn't surprise me. Out of the ones I'm excited about, uh, of course, there's a Wolfenstein game coming out on PSVR. Nine! Which mm-hmm. makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I stepped um, up for that. I'm not going to play the, uh, what's Elijah Wood? Oh, yeah. yeah. The transference thing that's coming yeah. out. Transference. It did look, probably, I will say, they look cool for a horror. I, yeah, I don't play scary games, but that looks good. But the one I'm most excited about is the Astrobot rescue mission game. Right? Not the Beat Saber? Beat Saber, of course, because that was announced. Um, Tetris, of course, I'm, it's got VR support, so I want to play that. But the Astrobot, right, it was in PSVR Worlds, and that Astrobot mini game is top notch. Of all the stuff I saw that last week, which apparently, even though it wasn't prevalent, there was um, a lot there. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, I think, I think uh, prevalent course, means that it wasn't a highlight during the E3 press conference uh, itself. I don't know if you, I don't there know if you remember this, half, Chris. I was the main one. I don't looking. know if you remember this. There prevalent. was a 15 minute period where they decided they had to go from a barn to a tent, prevalent. or and they showed like all the other stuff. You did, and it was yeah. a, they, they had a they had a a nice little a little. And you got to look at it this way: prevalent. How many PSVR owners hey, are there? How many P? Right, so you get that number, and you go. These are the people we need to talk to. Plus, we need yeah. to factor in. Maybe we can get some people in on it, right? Yeah. Their main focus was showing those four pillar games, and that's all it was. But on the show floor, they had tons. I think it was fourteen, fifteen games that people played on well, the show floor during the week. And then what? they made announcements about PSVR games. Yeah. So, I mean, that. you had like the the big ones I saw that they announced. Like first off, they showed Trover. Uh, yeah. say, I mean, that was a brand new game from Squash uh, Games. Yeah, from You're Justin Rollman. I'm on it. Uh, so that I want to play. And then the other big thing I saw they revealed earlier in the week was, uh, the Tetris effect, which just looks cool. That's what I, yeah, I said it. yeah, that's yeah. gonna look dope. Now, I, Chris or John, who is the Dark Souls studio? Who is that? From Software. From software. Exactly. And they have a VR game. They announced a new game called Darasene or something like that. Darasene. Yeah. All we've there seen is like seen. just images of something no one knows, but we're hype about it. So, well, Sean, I think, and this is a prediction. Sean, hold, I'm not done. Heard, okay, I'm sorry. John, there's a game coming out prevalent? on the PSVR. Is it prevalent? That says prevalent. Creed Rise to Glory. I heard about and that. And it is a boxing game, yeah. John. I, I've, I've, I've been, I hear people saying that that's actually 
terrible. <laughs> Quite fun to play. Yeah, it is because you get the little moves. Well, they've had boxing games on Oculus and everyone. You know, they you know like there are certain sports oh, yeah, games that they, give themselves. Yeah, what to they it. said was exactly. It's, yeah. it's um, it's these types of these types of games are kind of built for VR. Yeah. But um, what I think you should look forward to, Sean, they haven't announced it yet, but I think they will. I think you will be able to experience being Spider-Man in VR. My Can favorite you imagine comment, how much nice. throw up would be in your room? My favorite comment, I went to this particular site, I'm not going to promote it, but, you know, people are nice in comments, right? Yeah. Um, Obviously. People are talking all hype about the list of things they've seen and everything, yada, yada, yada. This one guy comes in and says, who gives an S about PSVR or any VR? Consoles are for peasants. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you gotta love the PC Master Race. Uh, sea of Thieves sales expectations, according to Phil Spencer. Well, yeah. While speaking with Giant Bomb, Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 exceeded internal sales expectations at Microsoft, even though both are on Xbox Game Pass, according to Rare producer Joe Neat. We had a... Uh, it's Niete. I'll say Neat. <laughs> um, we had a target to hit by the end of June, which we hit in day one of sales. It seems to challenge the theory that Sea of Thieves and State of Decay are seeing bigger player bases, mainly due to Game Pass. I wouldn't say that. I mean, because I would one, 100% agree with that, Chris. I think you're <laughs> completely wrong. I would say, like, to me... The, you... I don't think they different. First off, they have not. Why said are we that raising our voices? I don't know. Why are we getting excited? <laughs> One, this is put on here because John's trying to troll something no. from like weeks ago. Wait, two, Chris, you got to realize people game are playing it because of Game Pass. But I would say to me, I don't think there's any evidence in the statement as I'm just looking at this that they're separating between what would be game one sale day sales versus game pass versus $60 sales. The mere concept to them, it's of all game money. pass. Is to get people to play games and no, pay them a little fee. Exactly. But they and can not go buy games anymore. But the only thing they care about is that you downloaded the game and played yeah. it. You can see they episode don't 140, yeah. what was it that we talked about that? Yeah, yeah. See it. <laughs> but no, that, that's kind of how I view it. Like, cause I mean, maybe, maybe stay with the K more simply. <laughs> Simply right because, you know, it's a, it's a cheaper game and there was already an install base, but I still would say like to me, until I see them actually put out the numbers and I don't think you'll ever get that from Microsoft. Um, I well, do that know, being yeah. said, I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I didn't, I have not understood mm -hmm. PlayStation now and Xbox Game Pass for the longest time, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say I, I've been, in regards to Games Pass, <laughs> Phil Spencer has proved me wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think this is—I thought it, I always thought it was a bad business model, but I'm wrong. I was wrong about that. I mean, I don't know that Netflix I'm ready to say. Could that. Have told you that, yeah, but even, even Netflix has turned into—and this is not necessarily a quote-unquote bad thing. Um, you don't really get the main titles of things that you got early on. Now Netflix has gotten so big, there's a lot of Netflix original sure. well, stuff. Well, yeah, it's, they get more money. Well, I mean, it'll I take mean, time for it to, I mean, it's not at the Netflix level yet, but. but you see Ubisoft already saying, yeah. or not Ubisoft, I'm sorry, uh, EA already coming out and going like, oh yeah, we're going to offer this to our PC players. Yeah. Um, even though it's ridiculously priced, it's like 30 bucks a month. I'm like, who the hell is going to pay you 30 bucks a month for your five games that you have oh, that crap, come out? I hope he doesn't see that I've already done that. <laughs> No, well, look, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of past the the fanboy 
console stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I used to be big into that stuff, but from a, from a consumer's perspective, Xbox between the two has kind of given me more of what I want this generation. And I never thought I'd but say you've that. You've been saying that for the last 20 podcasts. That not, that's not a knock. I'm not all being 20. Ugly. You've I been mean, saying that. That's been a trend of, of what you've voiced on this show. Well, I, I, I get find a lot from my PlayStation. Exclusive I get nothing. Aside. John, Exclusives aside. No, I, mean, I, I get nothing. To be fair, as someone who lived with John during the PlayStation 3 era, I think I know why. It's because he likes, you know, when the underdog is there, let's be honest, when you're the underdog, you're the one who's innovating. You're the one who's more consumer friendly and doing things that aren't necessarily in number one interest is your bottom line. It's the interest of trying to capture the exposure of, of people's <laughs> attention out there and setting up for the next fight, right? And that's what Sony did throughout the PS3 era. They're like, oh, by the way, gaming is free as far as our online gaming here. And by the way, if you do want to pay for us as far as giving us you get 10 free. bucks, yeah, you get free games. We're going to give Here's you free games. I think Phil's PR inception on John has finally worked. Yeah. Uh, and congrats to Phil for doing that. But it, it all is just PR speak. They're, they, they all want to no make doubt. money. Yeah. yeah that's they a don't really care that you, they, they care that you play on their system, but at the same time, if you don't, but 50 other people do, sorry. I'm, I'm around PR people all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, in my opinion, when Phil Spencer speaks, mm-hmm. particularly when he's candid in a one on one, he's genuinely, he genuinely cares about the concept of games bringing everybody together yeah jack trenton you can just see it in his face Mm -hmm. like jack Jack trenton to me was he was good yeah but he was not a believer and also he was uh, the guy that was a business guy in a suit who could do the same job at johnson and johnson as he could at sony did me tell you like peter moore like peter moore was that guy name drop name drop Um, name drop i feel like (laughs) right now the ones who have seen to me and and i don't know where this will lead but I have a fear right now, like for Sony, because I look at Sean Layden and nothing against the guy, but I see a lot of Don Matrick, you know, like where who? I'm like, uh, the guy who was the guy who pushed the Xbox one. No, but the first, uh, Sean, Sean Layden, isn't that who it is? The yeah. guy who comes out with the beard at you know, the beginning? Sean, Sean Layden has converted me over the few past few years. He, when I first saw him on stage, he seemed yeah. really stiff. He had those closed hands. He would do this. He, he would unfold his hands, but. One on one, he's genuinely a funny guy. Yeah, he's well, very good on the couch. Uh, let's put it this way: yeah, I would say is. this. <laughs> so uh, I don't. But again, I'm with you in the sense that, like, right now, Xbox seems to be, and I don't know if it'll work out, but they are making that bet that Netflix made, and before <laughs> them, uh, Apple made with iTunes, which is we are going to lay the foundation, we'll and see, we bro. are going to see if. You know, if I offer you and I tell you for $10 a month, you can have all these games. And all of a sudden at the same time, I go over to producers and I start to say, what if I could guarantee you that even though your game comes out on February 22nd next year, that there's a way for people to afford it without having to spend $60 when there's 180 other dollars like out dude. there. And the Sean, know? to your point, it, there's always a PR element to it. I'm not yeah, suggesting yeah. That, that Phil Spencer is some saint. And to think that they're well, still not going to make a ton of sure. money. Sure. Yeah. That, don't get that twisted. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Whatever system has whatever game I want to play on it, I don't care what's going on. Yeah, but, we, but they do. But we see, and Sony admitted that today. Or like a former CEO. They can't. Uh, they can't. That's fine. I, I'm today. a consumer. I don't. 
I'm going to get Last of Us 2 on sure. PlayStation, whatever, but we because see, it's Last of Us 2. But sure. we see how the narrative has gone with Xbox and Sony. And I'm not suggesting it's going to move any needles this generation. But no, you're not seeing, this But generation. you're seeing it in the headlines. Sony f- refuses to bend on Fortnite. Yeah. You know, the, the, where, Speaking of. where Phil Spencer <laughs> is like, we want all of you to play our games. We don't care where you play them. Yeah, even Nintendo was even smart Nintendo, to capitalize. I, I'm like blown away yeah. by Nintendo like, being I don't that think, company. Yeah, I don't it's think Nintendo weird. had a great week, but you know, it's like for a company who's probably struggling the most online to be able to come in and take a dig at the biggest company right now and it really stick. I mean, like, shoot, Epic is making fun of them as we get to this topic. Let's just go to it. I'm going to come back to the Xbox. I one. really had a great point uh, for you though. Fortnite. I really did. I really did. Fiasco. As we speak of this, uh, if you're interested in playing Fortnite on Switch, you won't be able to carry over your existing account linked to a PlayStation 4. Uh, this was first pointed out by a few players on Twitter. Accounts created on all other platforms, such as Xbox One, PC, mobile, can carry over to their Switch along with all your purchases. In response, Sony's statements on the issue have been considered by most to be weak and tone deaf. The response reads... We're always open to hearing what the PlayStation community is interested in to enhance their gaming experience. With more than 80 million monthly active users on the PlayStation Network, we've built a huge community of gamers who can play together on Fortnite and all online titles. We also offer Fortnite cross-play support with PC, Mac, iOS, and Android devices, expanding the opportunity for Fortnite fans on PS4 to play with even more games on other platforms. It's also important to note the demand for this, uh, as Fortnite has been downloaded already on Switch two million times, and that was just within its first few days. Uh, and to add fuel to the fire, um, the give former me fuel, give me fire. I can't remember his name. The former CEO of uh, Sony Interactive or something like that today came out and put on Twitter and he said, like, he was straight up honest. He said, while I was there, uh, it's like. I don't know today, but it was like back when I was there, it was like as far as all this stuff is concerned, it was never about functionality or protecting people. It was like it was a simple thing of we want you, we don't want you buying uh, something on Xbox and then playing with our player base because we want that money. And if if we're being honest, and it makes sense. How know? do we not? Uh, how do listen? How do we not understand that? All of a sudden, if Burger King started selling Big Macs. And they were buddy buddies. You sure. understand what I'm saying? You want to have the thing at your place that people only get at your place. So on one hand, that. I completely understand yeah. why PlayStation saying, no, no, you're not going to be able to come here. If you're yeah. no, 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 I, I, I think but on the other hand, it's like, well, you're the only one who's not in the whole equation. It's kind of like, it's so a, it's a mess. It's that thing where you can tell things are finally maybe getting to the precipice of changing. Oh, I thought Chris said a big word. I thought it started. Honestly, it started last year once, like, you know, Xbox kind of jumped in and said, Rocket League will, we're, we're all for this crossplay and stuff like that. And you could see once that hit, I was like, the drums are beating. Cause this isn't like the same as a couple of years ago, like when you actually had, uh, crossplay on fan, Final Fantasy 13 or something like that. That was a 14 there online. No, it was 13 or 12. Sorry, 12 or no, 11. Sorry, way back. Remember, no, 13, 14 <laughs> never came to Xbox. Remember. Right, it's yeah, on PlayStation so, and PC. Yeah, but yeah. if you remember, uh, what you call it? Only one of the few times it's ever happened where PlayStation and Xbox actually 
allowed crossplay. Was and it on, was towards the, if I remember right, it was towards the end of the PS2. Yeah. yeah. Like you could do it on PS3 and Xbox 360 pretty much. Or no, it was, it was when it came to PS3. Because it came out on Xbox I think 360. Now you confused me, and I played the game. So it never came out on Xbox. It doesn't. But, oh, it, the, but the recurring theme is <clears throat> these people don't talk to each other in that in yeah. that language. A but lot, now, if ever, it's kind of like this thing where you can tell the trend has started, and Maybe. and I think no, I think it is because I, especially as you go into the next generation, it's not so much like things like Call of Duty and all that that doesn't matter, and I think people understand. But something like where it's a free to play game. And you are creating not just a you're you're creating an account with the actual company, right? With oh, yeah, in I, this case with with yeah, Epic, it, yeah. People have this idea, like you know, if I and you, you're touching on exactly yeah, what my issue is not that we can't play together; it's that because I created my account on PlayStation, exactly, I can't bring anything that I bought to any other device. If I if I play hard, I should say to Switch. If I buy Hearthstone. Or no, if I, I'm sorry, if I download Hearthstone and I just did this over the weekend while I was in Florida, you know, I primarily played that game forever on my PC. I downloaded it to my Amazon tablet, right? And as soon as I logged into my Blizzard account, boom, all my stuff that I had acquired through years of playing on PC is now on my tablet. I didn't have to restart over. I didn't have to give Amazon money. And it's that kind of level it, it, of the, understanding like that. I think that's like, the main thing. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it, there's a, the issue, cares? the issue has a lot of layers to it. When back in, back when we were discussing whether PlayStation should allow cross play, I said, PlayStation has every right to do what it wants to do. And sure. it still does. But whether it's a bad practice, uh, yeah. business practice or not, they still have a right to do it. What sure. is particularly egregious about this, and I, and Sean, you you basically said it. PlayStation's telling you, and this goes to the the, the third level. This goes to the issue of ownership, what you owe, mm-hmm. yeah, and whether you own it at all. Sony is is unilaterally telling players what they can and cannot do with a with an account that doesn't belong to Sony. Exactly. Right. This is a Fortnite account created by Epic Games. But and apparently in one of those bot was but it in Sony, the bylaws anywhere? But Sony says pretty much. It Sony was. Sony's taking ownership of something that they don't technically own. Yeah. That's what's egregious to me. Yeah. This is but, but this it's is only with the Nintendo Switch. I think it's also with of, Xbox. Well, it's also think, yeah, you can't go over to Xbox. You can't go over to Xbox. You you can't go over to the main competitors. I think you can go to PC and mobile games. I was gonna, I mean, I've only played it on PC and PS4. Yeah. PC to me, it's just like, though, now you see it, like where I saw today already, and I've seen it over the past week, like someone writing an article basically saying, I will now play all my multiplayer games in the future on Xbox. Well, they're just, and you know, no, what? they're saying it because they're like, I don't, you know, and he, he specifically, he said, I've put a hundred hours into Fortnite on PS4. And now, you know, he loves Switch too. And he's like, I would love to be able when I'm on the road somewhere. And that's a, to be able to play this thing. And these on people, here. these people, when they're at home, they're going to yeah. play it on PlayStation Four. Exactly. But if they're on a business trip or this or that, they don't want to lug their PlayStation Fours. They have the they now thought they had the ability to play it on the go. Yeah. Unfortunately, and, when people say things like that, Chris, mm-hmm. it's a matter of a lot of talk right now, and we'll see if it turns into something. What it's going to turn into is a class action lawsuit. Possibly. Possible. There's no, I mean, there's no possible to me. It's it's going to happen. When we see the types of class action lawsuits that do come up, 
this is a no-brainer. I mean, there's a lawyer out there already. Oh, chomping people. at the bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, the and bigger... They're gonna, and they're going to settle. Sony's going to settle big. Hopefully his name's Saul, and you better call him. <laughs> to me, the, the bigger thing of this, though, was like when I looked at last week, which is supposed to be your biggest week of marketing and all that kind of stuff as far as a company, this was the thing, like, regardless of the logistical issues of the PlayStation conference, take that little blip out, they showed off four great games. And I guarantee you that the most did. the most talked about story of last week about was PlayStation the story. was the Fortnite story. So you go like you just lost the week as far as you that. Did. And I you did lose the and week. And I'm I'm not saying that like it's a doom or gloom, but again, I I will always you know I learned my lesson very hardcore this generation of like you cannot just trust this idea that as you go from generation to generation, it's gonna stick. The same. These things do go in the cycle. I don't put it past Xbox. If Xbox came back next generation took over, even if Phil Spencer stays there, I would not be surprised at all if they are much more tight as far as what they allow, what they're willing to change and They'd have trying point. to extract more dollars out of you as possible as opposed to doing things for goodwill. Um, because I've seen it, you know, if you really go back and you look at everything, it's a consistent thing for the person on power going all the way back to Nintendo with the NES yeah. and basically saying, we are going to restrict this market because it's beneficial to us. Yeah. And we're going to demand all these things from, you know, uh, retailers. Right. And then Sega said, Oh really? Are you? And I they came in here. I don't think, I think we're living in a new era where that's not possible anymore. Maybe not to that extent, when, but when, when nobody has been as outspoken in mm. a generation about this topic, mm-hmm. Than Microsoft and Phil Spencer. Sure. They cannot reverse their policies on this going forward. They are it too. Would be a wait, are you saying for, for, you, you for, just, the, oh, for I'm not, the, for I'm the not talking about that. Play anywhere, play with anyone oh, across. The I don't spectrum. mean like that. I, I think, yes, I think you're right. Like that. You meant like that. Yeah. I mean it in the sense of whenever it comes to mm-hmm. innovation from the next generation, oh. whatever's happening, they will be the ones who are more restrictive. If they are on top, and I think that's true, but I think of everyone. I see your point, but I think yeah. the concept, like the broad concept of restrictive, mm-hmm. will always harken back to the era of Phil Spencer during the Xbox One. They will use that messaging and the concept, even top level, about being restrictive. You remember back in the Phil Spencer days when they made a commitment to be non-restrictive, regardless of what type of restriction sure. you're talking about. They're going to go back to that, and I think it will still be a PR nightmare. They will use it as a hypocritical thing. Wait, are you saying? Oh, you're saying what the next Xbox? That's what they're going to the do. The next generation. You, you have said. You just said that when the next person's in charge or leading the way, sure. they will by default be more distri- restrictive. They, could, no, they will said, be. I will say I less think, open to innovation, especially like if they that. take the, okay. the quote unquote yeah. lead. Okay. Exactly. The, it's about, thing. I think, like, once well, you innovation get the most. And restrictive are not necessarily No, exclusive. I mean, like, like I said, like, in, you can look at all generations and it kind of goes that way. Like, you look, like I said, go back to the NES. They controlled to. everything. I don't want to. That's a long and time then ago. Sega came in and kind of <laughs> punched them in the face and, you know, almost pulled off the amazing upset, right? For a number of years there, they did great. Sega? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Sega. And then Sony came in and again was even more open than Sega was and was better organized and punched Nintendo even harder. Yeah. And then you go into the PlayStation 2 where they bloomed up and they became all of a sudden the people were like, no, 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 you're going to conform to what we well, think is the, the right way to do it, games. It was, it was time. Yeah. Like the PlayStation 2 and, and I think it's kind of like 
it ushered in a new era. Sure. And it was the, it was the perfect system to kind of do that and take over. And I think we're now into a newer era where something new could come up. Well, and it actually takes the lead as the next thing again. But PlayStation two, they went, we are, we are the gods. We, we know what's, we know what's right. You still doing a thing. Yeah, I am. I'm going through this whole history. You get to Xbox 360. They came in and said, no. You're not doing this the right way. You should be more open to the developer. And that's what they did. And they won that generation. Uh, whereas Nintendo, of course, also said like, Hey, we can make casual people come and play our games too. And unfortunately, and we for don't them, even have to tell you what yeah, it is. And unfortunately for them, mobile said, well, we can do it for far cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get to this generation and Sony turned around and said, we're going to not only listen to the developers, we're also going to listen to what the fans want. They want 60 frames per second. They want high def. They want fast loading stuff. And Microsoft said, we're going to make it so that you can't trade games anymore. <laughs> and we're going to give you all this entertainment crap you don't care about. That is still the best PlayStation commercial I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. How to trade games. They you should, that? uh, Thanks. Reggie, if I were, honestly, if I were Reggie and Phil, I would go make a video right now. It says how to play with friends on consoles and, or play Fortnite with friends. And Reggie go, hi, Phil, would you like to play? And then Phil go, yes, I would. But the, but the funny thing is, and last week during their presentation, you know, I might have been a little bit overly critical, but I sensed and smelled the, the tone, the tone, the tone deafness. Sure. Of that press conference. And what I mean by that is you go back to that commercial, mm-hmm. how to trade games. Is that the Sony of today? It's not. At least it doesn't present itself to be. I think the biggest thing I've noticed is. And nobody's above it. Sony's not above no. it. Microsoft above no one it. Is. Nintendo, which is your point. Well, they get to be the big dog in the room and they forget what got them there. I think it's good. It it's might not even condition. be that they forget. It might be the investor side coming in and them having expectations. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have to meet those expectations. Uh, but hey, speaking of the next gen, the next Xbox coming in 2020. While we previously brought to you this tidbit of information, it's worth expanding on. Uh, the existence of a new Xbox has been confirmed to be known as Project Scarlet. The code name is referring to a family of devices, not just one single console. Phil Spencer has also confirmed that they are working on their next line of hardware and then they are deep into architecting the next Xbox Xbox consoles where we will once again deliver in our commitment to deliver the benchmark for console gaming. Not too surprising, but yeah, there's a lot of details leaking out. I guess the big question is going to be, do they reveal this at E3 next year, like a tease kind of like they did with the Xbox one X or are they going to, to wait? And kind of just do it all in the PR thing, like it went down with the G- last generation. All I know is, all I know is, it's going to be ten trillion teraflops. Yeah, we completely we made we made giga teraflops now or something. Right? There is there was a a little bit of butt hurtness to hearing that there's one coming in 2020 when you you know, I, I know seven years I know I know but. Yeah, but you I have, did buy your One X seven years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I bought three Xbox sure. consoles. Yeah, they got you. Yeah, and I mean, but to be fair, they never <laughs> lied to you. They said this is a premium console. This is not the next they, console. They did the corporate kind of kind of squish on you because yeah. they went, "You can keep your Xbox One." 
I, your Xbox One S is look, better. I got to tell the you, One X is even better. I got to tell you, you make the choice. Mm. Functionally speaking, mm. I'm not talking about the menus and the user friendliness of the machine, but the <clears throat> I have found I have the PlayStation Four mm-hmm. quality wise is a better built machine for the sure. Xbox, I have to constantly restart it. It, it Aiden can attest to this. I mean, yeah. the internet goes out constantly. It 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 stops reading my online profile. I don't trust your internet. I mean, I knew. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's predictable. Yeah. Completely, but suspect. It's constantly. Well, I had to get. I, I had a serious problem with my Xbox One X, uh, where it just wasn't playing anything, reading anything. Mm. You had to walk me. I I had I printed out instructions that you gave me that you found online. Sure. I'm like, I never have to do that with my PlayStation Four. Right. I kind of never um, once has that happened. Right. The biggest complaint I've had about the Xbox One uh, this generation was just how slow the disc loads were. Compare, especially like Sony, you pop in a game on a Sony console. There's nothing worse than the slow load. Outside of like, take out the, uh, the DL or the download, the patches, right? And just actually reading from a disc, installing it to your hard drive. With an Xbox, it can take like 30 minutes, uh, versus sony it takes about five yeah right and the one thing i'm happy with is that apparently they finally have fixed that uh i definitely you know I, i'm not gonna lie i think a lot of this is honestly goes back to the way they originally designed the system with the drm stuff and them having to gut this it, it's kind of like that's a good point yeah it's kind of like how sony was with their cell core technology on ps3 it's like it hampers what you can do unfortunately sure. yeah. so I'm sure they are keeping that in mind. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. I love you, Sean. I love you too, man. Do you love me? Mm, that's up for debate. But yes. Oh. Most of the time. Ouch. <laughs> uh, a lot of big games at E3 were announced seem to suggest the next-gen consoles as the target for release. Luckily, it seems that Cyberpunk 2077 will be coming the current gen. According to Quest designer Patrick Mills, quote, the current console generation is what we're aiming for. We're aiming for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and of course PC. This is a long time coming for fans as the game was originally teased back in 2012. I'm sorry, I'm calling BS on this. You don't think it's coming out? I mean, they've said it's running on a current high, like the demo they showed last week behind closed door was running on a current high end PC. I think it will come out on these consoles, but I also think it's coming out a long release of the new one. This was one of the first titles. Please give me Dying Light (laughs) 2. This is one of the first ones where people are like, all these games that they're showing. The 2020 release yeah. date, that's going to be the next console type games that we get. Mm. Who knows? Like, and I, and I can clearly see a situation where, yeah, you can get it on Xbox One, PS4 and all that stuff, but it's you also there. are going to get it like, on this E3 the Xbox was... whatever and the PS whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. This is like the E3 of your consoles are dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, you know, it is. It goes in cycle. No, it was solid. You it got goes a lot of cycles. games. You got stuff. Why is he yelling at me? It's that for you to say the E3 was dead. It was solid. It was games. Well, no, no, no. The consoles you own are dead, are, are yeah, dying. You're yeah. not getting you said the E3 was the, these terrible. new games. These new games, mm-hmm. you're not getting them on your new consoles. It's anecdotal. Well, that's Skyrim, why you also didn't. That's, uh, Skyrim. That's not Skyrim. It's called Elder Scrolls. Whatever. 6. Skyrim Two. We know it is. No. <laughs> it was it was in High Rock. Um, <laughs> I think it's like, but 
it's a reminder that E3 goes in cycles. Like, sure. you know, you have that first part where it's like, here's the new consoles. That's what everyone's focusing. Here's the couple of teases of what the new technology can do. Then you get like two years in and then it's like, no, no, no. Here's what we really can do. And you get all those announcements of big things that you're anticipating. And now it's like they're coming to fruition. But at the same time, you don't get too many new teases, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's, it is what it is. You can cut this or leave it in. It's up to you. Aiden, quit kicking my chair. Quit telling me you're hungry. You wanted to come here. Yeah. I love you. We could have tied you and to now a chair. The world knows because millions listen. Because he's not editing. Millions, that millions. Yeah, I'm definitely not. Uh, <laughs> Stas is. <laughs> we you know won. you're hungry. We are too. Look at Sean's face. Yeah. Stas. Hey, Stas of Final Fantasy VII main fans. Expected news of Final Fantasy VII at this year's E3. Next-gen consoles. Right? Uh, <laughs> however, Tetsui Namura. Namura. Nomura. Yeah, whatever. And it's Tetsuya Nomura. Yeah, it's a word. Not Tetsui. Um, look, I took the optional approach uh, for how to say it. <laughs> Gave fans a glimmer of hope this on the progress, stating that the remake has moved past the conceptual stage and is in full development. He confirmed that the game was being developed in parallel to Kingdom Hearts 3, which means we should get this around 2030, right? <laughs> no That's kidding. Funny. Where is Rocksteady? That's a good question. A lot of people ask that after B3, Mo. The developer of the Arkham series has made a statement regarding its noble asp- absence from this year's E3. Uh, game director and co-founder of Rocksteady Studios, Sefton Hill, posted, We... No, some of you were disappointed that we were not E3 this year. The whole team has been reading your comments, and all of us here at Rocksteady really appreciate your passion for our next project. Knowing how much it means to you keeps us inspired and energized to deliver a game that you will be proud of. We'll share it with you as soon as it's ready. That kind of see, that's the kind of thing that screams to me. Also, next gen, right? Possibly. Yeah. If you know. were, if, if it was coming next year. Yeah, you'd want to get the hype train going. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's not. It's not that. It, and look, it's not that they didn't announce games for this gen. Yeah. Sony was all about that. You got plenty of things. But coming. there was just so many things spackled throughout the week where you're like, wow, mm-hmm. they are really wrapping this up. Mm-hmm. They're really putting a putting a book into this console generation. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, it's. I I, you could, feel, I see this. Console. You feel a certain way because you got you just bought your Xbox One like well, six months only, ago. Not only that, I mean, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a graphics. Like I want to say elitist. You don't need graphics for the experience. Yeah, I. You know, I, but you own an Xbox gaming, One X, a PS4 Pro, Pro and in a 4K TV, huh? Touche, uh, uh, touche. Pot that calling a that, that it's funny, but <laughs> does, you don't buy games that rely heavily on all the uh, the things that yeah. yeah. For for us, for me and you, I know story content is always going to outweigh mm-hmm. the way it looks. Oh, really? Not me, huh? Okay. Not, I don't think you. Oh, really? I'm the one who plays the stories that are like 100 hours long. But okay, yeah, but they cool. look great. <laughs> Not always. Witcher 3. Yeah. You're the one who goes like, ah, a Steam game? Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> it's terrible. Uh-huh. There was a new uh, game I saw on Steam that Donkey highlight called Slap Fight that looks like the greatest <laughs> thing. Fight. It I've looks like it makes me want to A, play Smash Bros. because it looks even better and dumber than Smash Bros. Yeah. is. I, I need to First get that of all, game. Smash Bros. is not dumb. Oh, Smash Bros. I'm going to play it. Anyways, Octopath Traveler DLC. 
Octopath Traveler has no planned DLC because the title is a quote complete game, according to Ma- novel Maashi, Masashi, uh, Takayashi, uh, Tobiashi. I don't know. Jeez. We haven't even thought of having DLC. The retail version is the complete game. Uh, name also said uh, <laughs> that there would be a new game plus saying the studio has made it so that you quote can finish the game in one playthrough, but depending on your uh, on the order you go about things, the difficulty will organically change. I like the word organically, so hmm. that I would surprise see, me. I would them. I would suggest um, that when this game's game comes out, you might try to borrow your switch, Jeff's switch, because I. You're not playing this game. You hate JRPGs. Said, I don't know why he said that. When have you ever played JRPGs? What have I always said on this show? I am waiting to get my hands on a on a JRPG because I've always wanted to dive into it. I give it five minutes. You should have got Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's legit. I should borrow Jeff's. I want to play the first one. Anyway. Not a tie-in at all. Shut up. You don't know. I, I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> I know. Beyond good... <laughs> Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 Beta. Based- Another next-gen console game. For sure. Yeah. For sure. No Damn. question on that one. Well, I mean, if you put only the next-gen console games in the news, John, you're going to be able to say things like, it sounds like one. It sounds like a narrative. Right, DJ Khaled, it's almost another like a, one. A narrative. Is he really next-gen? <laughs> Who? I like to think no, the I mean, Carter's and a, next-gen. And another one. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's his thing. Gotcha. Yeah. He only ate three Maybach hot wings on, uh, <laughs> on hot ones. I got a TT. Oh my god. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 beta, based on recent statements from Ubisoft, it is clear that this game could still be a long way off. However, Ubisoft is aiming to release Beyond Good and Evil 2 betas, or, or the beta for the game, by late 2019, according to creator Michael Ansel. The, uh, this indicates a release day of early 2020, or as early as 2020. Uh, next up, Who's Gaming Disorder Classification? Not Doctor Who, that is. But the World Health Organization, <laughs> also known as WHO, officially announced that uh, announced gaming disorder as a mental condition as part of their 11th edition of the International Classification of Diseases documented for release on Monday. Gaming disorder is defined by three behaviors. One, impaired control over gaming, onset frequency, intensity, duration, termination, context. Two, increased priority given to gaming Gaming to the extent that gaming takes precedent over other life interests and daily activities. And three, a continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. That doesn't surprise me that this is Why didn't this happening. come out when WoW started? <laughs> yeah, that's a, I mean, probably because I mean, it's, been, been around, it's been around. The gaming. Yeah, it's probably them studying. The it. gaming industry as a whole is, yeah. is sort of rallying against mm-hmm. this diagnosis. Which yeah, I'm like, I, I I'm can like, understand I'm like, why. Why are you? What? I mean, it's called it's called excess of something. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful, beautiful thing that brings people together that you can abuse. It, I mean, the I don't, really, I don't understand the, like the food, controversy. Just it, like sex, it, it's the what? thing of yep. It's that thing of, I understand why they're rallying against it. It's that you don't want a Certain negative, you don't, yeah, you don't want a negative story to say like, well, if you play games a lot, you have a disorder. I understand why they're going against that by nature. But personally to me, like when I read this, I'm more of like, there's a documentary that's out there or was yeah, out there is. that was on Netflix about like addictive gamers and like the people who literally, there was, um, I remember there in the documentary, there was two guys who were living together. They were single, right? One worked at Walmart. The other one just lived on the couch, basically, right? 
So Same whenever Josh, <laughs> so one would be on playing WoW. Uh, you know the guy who uh, who worked at Walmart when he got off work, he'd come home and he'd play WoW until he needed to go to bed, right? And his roommate would just sit there and play. I think it was Elder Scrolls Morrowind on Xbox. Just consistently. Like that's all they do. <laughs> and then, so they would go to bed. Just and then, consistently. Yeah. And like the morning when they woke up and he went to work, the guy who worked at Walmart, the guy who was playing Morrowind, that's when he would hop on to WoW and he would play that so, all day. So the problem is the guy on the couch. Both of them. It's not really Walmart like, guy. Both of them. And like they're like, if he's got on his day off, the Walmart guy, all he does, that's all he's doing is just playing WoW. Nonstop. I don't know if there's something hours. wrong with me, but I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, the, uh, this is <laughs> as long like, as you eat, does Blizzard. <laughs> as long as you eat and bathe, and, like don't kill people. Like they had, life, they I mean, had, like, they showed like this wall of like Coke cans going to the ceiling. Oh, you mean I was gonna say something about your house? <laughs> you can't say anything. It's <laughs> when it's when it's when you're a it's when you're a you know a a a, a dad who foregoes weekends with their kid because exactly. they're playing Fortnite. It's it's the kid who was playing you Fortnite. You just the dad was divorced. I'm giving an example. It's the it's the kid who played Sad. Fortnite while a tornado ravaged his neighborhood. I'm trying to think that's of, that's what this diagnosis is. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like people who we know that could maybe be it, and I can only think of one. And even then, I don't think he. Like of our group of people that we know, like only one person would maybe even at any point during our time of knowing him fit that bill. Yeah. And I would still say he doesn't fit what they're classifying on. Well, right? he wouldn't like not go to vacations with his family. That's just because he hates outside. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but finally this week. <laughs> finally this week. Oh! PlayStation hits. PlayStation has announced that PlayStation hits a collection of some of the best games to hit the PlayStation 4. See what I did there? I altered your words. Thank you. Uh, because it was perfect before you are coming at 1999. 15 titles will be available for PlayStation hits to include Bloodborne, Drive Club. Is that really a hit? Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, infamous Second Son, Killzone. Again, is it really it was a, a hit? title hit. Uh, Little Big Plan 3, Ratchet and Clank, that's a hit. Sure. Uh, The Last of Us, Uncharted 4, Battlefield, Doom, definitely a hit. Street Fighter 5, Yakuza, Mel Gear Solid 5. That's pretty awesome. I, again, another sign I think that we are, I would expect at some point we'll probably see something similar from Xbox here pretty soon. So here's, here's our three exclusives <laughs> you can get for $15.99. <laughs> that's funny. Um, you guys want to wrap this up? Never! John, say it. Futures. Electronic. I, I, Jeez, I started, balls are dropped. I started reading the email. Uh, yeah, when I was about 10, Chris. If you want to uh, write in. <laughs> 10 years old? If you want to write in. Hang in, dog. Hey, hey guys. If you want to write in your thoughts to us and tell John he's just Wrong mistaken about, about everything. No, if you want to tell John what a great job he did this week covering Vimper. <laughs> then you, you Vimper. Can, yeah. And afterwards, if you want to also tell him he's just terrible. It would That's, make us, it would secretly make Chris not happy. Yeah. 
He doesn't realize how many I deleted these. Just to <laughs> save his Gotta phone. save John. Oh, delete, delete, John. delete. Tell me more later. Protect John. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can write them into weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like Bucky did. The uh, winter soldier himself. <laughs> uh, he says, hey guys. Hey, how you doing? John, say hey. It's to good Bucky. to see hey, you. Hey. Hold on, hold up. We gotta go. Wow. Well met. Um, you were mentioned, or it's like, you mentioned you guys weren't sure about what these new tiles had to do with Pokemon Go. I'm excited for them and I don't mind discussing them with you guys. Thank you. Well, uh, um, E3 told us. What, yeah. <laughs> told us. Yeah. We, this is, this we was learned. before E3 when we got that one. Um, let's see. Next up, Daniel says. Hey, but thank you for offering your services, sir, as Chris just moved on. For sure. Look, it is 7.55. It's, hey, the fans. And listeners deserve. Hey, Joe Rogan. They, we're not going 18 they hours. They deserve quality, okay? Joe Rogan might have that space on his you lips know. in. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we don't? We don't have enough for 19 hours of video every week. We're going to make that happen, Chris. Uh, okay, you could pay them $3,000. Oh, holy crap, what? says Daniel. I just watched a trailer for Jump Force, and my God, it looks awesome. All kinds of anime crossovers. Mm. One Piece, Turo, Dragon Ball Z, and even Death Note. The dog is cute, and he is well. And I finally got past Luddick's Gundire. Uh, I believe, I can't remember who he's playing. Oh, 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 he's playing Dark Souls. Okay. Uh, I can't even get to the Vort of Borg or Borg Valley. Or is that, I can't remember if it's, if that's Chris Bor-Born is dumb. Or. He flies through games. I'm trying to remember. He puts it on easy mode. We're sorry. <laughs> There's no such thing as easy mode in those games. Uh, so I'm going to have to grind like hell for the next couple of weeks. I hope Bethesda announces our Doom 5, nope. Doom 2016 2. Kind uh, of. Yeah, that's basically what they did. Or Wolfenstein 3. Nine! Uh, bring morning. I did, <laughs> nine, nine, Brian, morning, nine, 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 nine. <laughs> oh my gosh, a, that was creepy. Yeah, right? <laughs> I loved uh, it though. Thank you. Look, I wake up in the morning, John, and I Read. pick up my, I pick up my cigarette while I pick up my gun. <laughs> if you get that reference. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, get that. yeah, we, I'm not surprised you don't get that. Uh, oh God, sorry. Your I know. face is not surprised. <laughs> I know they already have Elder Scrolls and Fallout 76, but I want them to at least announce something else. Hey, you got that, Daniel, cause they announced Starfield as well. Uh, but here's the big question. When will Xbox get an exclusive as popular as the PlayStation 4's exclusive that will make it worthwhile? I guess you could uh, argue. 2020. Yeah. I guess you could argue <laughs> Halo 6, right? Yeah. Well, you saw Halo 6. You saw, um, the Gears, Gears 5. I'm guessing the that's Gears next Pop year. edition. <laughs> uh, remember that time? You remember that time that they showed the Gears logo <laughs> and then, and then a pop guy came out? Dear Lord, this is a lot. It's fine. Let's, let's do this. Next up, ever we can we got well yeah we got ever this. you wrote a you wrote a lot um including some words I can't say so I'm just gonna try to do you well, well. we got you. but he says I'm writing this before Nintendo's conference because I'm not much of a Nintendo fanboy and he says this is his E3 reactions long letterhead they're pretty much my highlights you don't have to read all just scan the bullet okay points. he gave us okay, proof to scan cool. so we'll hey do a good job he says scan he says bad word. Uh, that starts with Mother. Cyberpunk 2077 trailer. Loved it. Can't wait for the game. Love The Witcher 2 and 3. So I know this game will kick, uh, once it comes out. Uh, Dying Light 2 looks amazing. Fallout 76. He's not much of a multiplayer guy, but he loves Fallout games. So he's going to try it out. Uh, Gears 5 Halo Infinite will play once they come out. Not much to say since they didn't give us 
but barebone trailers. Hey, um, barebones is not as good as bareback. Just say it. Secret of Shadows Die Twice. This is the one I really want to play. Uh, Shadow from Software, one of my, one of many samurai games actually ever. I'm going to correct you there because I made this mistake too. It's not a samurai game. It is a ninja game. Hence why he has the whip and he's a little bit more fluid than what a samurai So he's be. Indiana Jones? I think he's, yeah, kind of like, but in but, Japan. But ninja? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, day one purchase for me. Love both of the previous tiles. Like, I agree with you there. I really should open up the Rise of. You really should. It's probably about time. But Shadow of the Tomb Raider, day one purchase. Oh, wait. Just said yeah, that one. Sorry. Division two, play to farm out. Division one. As really enjoy. Really enjoyed the snow-covered New York. Um, can't wait for a more polished version of that, but set in D.C. 4K definition on HDR. Yes, please. Again, bad words preceding Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But he's right. Uh, he's right. An Origins version of Ancient Greece. Greece? You With bet Gerard Butler. You bet your urge. <laughs> I'm going to play this. Love the ancient Egyptians thing. And this looks even better. Agree with you on that one. Beyond Good and Evil 2 never played the original, but the trailer was draw-dropping. The trailer was gorgeous. Uh, Rage 2 didn't play the first one, but I remember looking it looking good for the time it was really caught. Uh, this really caught my eye this time. Cause of colors. Uh, Cause of colors. Yeah. Anthem. Love the premise of four Iron Man looking tanks running around shooting stuff, but this conference didn't really show much of that. Supposedly coming out in March, right, 2019. Buddy? Yeah. I'm fine. Little, uh... Actually coming out on uh, <laughs> February 22nd, along with 55 million other things. Not sure they're going to hit that date. Eh, that's a fair bet. Uh, Starfield, Elder Scrolls 6, there's title card for them, and that's it. But as I said, Starfield was their next big, big release, so three years from now. Maybe if we're lucky, that sounds about right. So ES6 is probably five years away. That could very well be the case. Spider-Man comes out September 7th, day one purchase, multiple Spider-Man bosses open world web action, just take my money right now, can't yeah, wait we, to play. We, we all feel that way. Resident <laughs> Evil 2, loved Resident Evil 7, gonna play this game too. Control loved Quam Break and Alan Wake. This crate, this trailer was so crazy as all games from Remedy are. Uh, Ghost of Tashima, another samurai game, but definitely a day one purchase for me. Open world samurai game set during the Mongol invasion. That seems to be where they're going. Uh, Last of Us Part Two, also a day one purchase immediately. Like they don't shy away from gore and violence. Just hope the story will be up to part one's caliber. Uh, just my quick impressions of the games that really caught my attention are going to get my money right here. Not many surprises though. Um, and he kind of just re-highlights what he, uh, oh, this might have been what he wanted us to read. Oh, I'm an idiot. I uh, can't wait to hear what y'all thought of this year's E3 and to hear what caught y'all's attention. As always, game on. And I'll catch you later. This is the most inside my head letter I've ever read in my life. I like it. It's I, almost I, like ever. He's, it's almost like. Thank you. Can you send me a DNA sample? We might have the same mother or something. So you're saying you're uh, I have to, you're I using a ghost name it's, and writing an email? It's me. <laughs> yeah, it's me, John. Uh, Aaron wrote in. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Don't do that. Stop. Yeah, stop. Thank you. you. Get picked up on mic. <laughs> um, Aaron, what up, dog? I know the show often dictates what games you play, but in a world without weekly in games, a world. in a world. Uh, without weekly game chat or even with it, what games are you playing like last night? If you played a game, what was it? Weird question, but I hope it made sense. I think it does. We, uh, yeah, we, we used to kind of when we started out usually talk about where we were gaming. We do every now and yeah, then, but we, a lot of times it ends up being the freaking topic. So, uh, 
Uh, for example, last night uh, I played Final Fantasy fourteen online, A Realm Reborn, and I played Elder Scrolls. <laughs> and online. I also also watched a little bit of Twitch. Twitch. Watched, I watched Ninja play a game called uh, Ram, Fur- Royale Nerd. Realm Ra- Royale or something. A Knight of Forts. No. Yeah, Realm Royale. It's a, oh, it's a yeah. different take on the whole. It's yeah. It's still in the alpha phase, but it still looks pretty cool. So that's kind of what I did last night. Hey, Aaron. Uh, I played Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, you do. You, and I may play that with you tonight. Right? And I also watched an episode of The Handmaid's Tale because I couldn't watch it while I was in Florida. You know why you watch that. It's depressing. I don't yeah, know why know I watch it. <laughs> John, of, John was feverishly playing Vimper. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a race of show. Gotta play a game. Pretty much. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Blink Brack. He comes in. Hello, says, Blink Brack. Hey, guys. How you been? Good. It's I've RJ right. again. I always call him Blink Brick because that's where that's, his email is. Hey, like hey, that. hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Uh, been meaning to check in and say, hey, a couple What's of things. Up? Don't think Kingdom Hearts 3 will be delayed because they did a whole demo for some YouTubers. You uh, need to go read up on some uh, square history there, buddy, RJ. And he said um, it a day ago. So yeah. he, he's up He's up in the knowledge, yeah. right? I don't think they would do it if they weren't almost done with that game. Also, I have a question. I am thinking of buying LA... L.A. Noir Remastered. It's only $25 at GameStop, but I played the base game on my 360 once. So you think it's worth buying again, or should I invest it in something else? The game isn't terrible. It runs well. It's really just, do you want a detective game? I mean, there's... He says he's played it already. Well, yeah, he's played the base game. If you enjoyed it, I guess go back to it. Personally, to me, for me, dude, I would for say even, spend your money on something else. Well, for yeah. him to bring it up, you know how you get that itch to kind of revisit something. I know the yeah. feeling. Yeah, I yeah. can sympathize. That, I don't that, think there's spray, like anything. Spray new. a little cream, John. <laughs> Tighten it right on up. Uh, and finally, we, wow, in a very large font. It's his first <laughs> Richard. Richard. His first Richard. Here we go. Yes. Uh, his name is no, Cooper. Just read it. It's big font, Chris. We're good. And he Thank says, you. "Dearly, weekly game chat. New listener and first time writer here." I discovered you guys just recently when searching for a podcast that would cover E3 and have been addicted to your podcast ever since. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the laid back atmosphere you guys bring to the table. We're laid back. It's literally a table. <laughs> yeah, it really is. That, that part's accurate. <laughs> as well as your great personalities and sense of humor. Humor? Uh, That's truly me. a great listen. Oh. I can't even tell you the amount of times already I have laughed hysterically. Full on head bob. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. Listening to you guys while my coworkers give me an awkward side eye. Ha ha. It's you, fantastic. Side eye is hilarious. Yes. Uh, not better than side boob. That's a great I, New I wonder, York side eye. I wonder if that? he laughed at the comment you made last week about the uh, singer pulling microphones out of his junk. junk. Yeah. That's fine. But can I say side boob? Aiden's tasteful side me. boob. New York, some great New York boob. <laughs> some tasteful side boob. Uh, anyways, since it's a gaming channel, I wanted to ask you guys a gaming related question. Have any of you ever played Borderlands, specifically Borderlands 2? And yes. what do you think of it? Borderlands is a personal favorite of mine. I wanted to see if you guys liked it or nine! Nine! Uh, oh, PS. Sorry, help. <laughs> Being a new listener, it's taking me a bit to catch up on all your guys' fantastic inside jokes. I think I've learned a lot of them, but I'm still confused about a few, like your mom's box. You should do a short segment in one of your episodes where you get new Can't, listeners. Uh, um, uh. You know what? We're saving that for 300. <laughs> That's probably not true. Uh, <laughs> I love listening to the old podcast, but it's going to be a while, be a while before I hear them all. Thanks again for the great content. Cooper Game On. Cooper, Game thanks on, Cooper. for listening, man. Thanks for writing into us. It's people like you that keep us going. So thank you very much. Uh, to your Borderlands. comment. Borderlands is awesome. 
I think I'm one of the few. You and me uh, have played it together. Yeah, we have played it together. I I think it's fair to say I played a lot more than you. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean. It's I, fair. We've played it together a lot, but you've played exponentially more than me. Yeah, I like it because you get any game that's very much Diablo-based where it's like, hey, keep playing and get random loot that can have awesome properties and make you very pow- powerful um, and do runs of dungeons and stuff. I love that kind of stuff. I something about that mechanic. Uh, I really hope that Borderlands three comes out before the next generation, but the fact that we haven't heard anything, that might be another game that pisses off John. Uh, uh, Sean. Yeah. uh, We're going to pivot over. If you want to get in touch with us on the Twitters, that's at weekly games chat on Twitter. It sure is. And we recently, like I said, had a new follower by the name of Chris. (laughs) <laughs> so that was me. I want to start off with a question this week uh, submitted to us in the DM, John. Okay. All the good stuff comes from the DM. Uh, it's at Nat <laughs> underscore the underscore Gooner. Uh, Nat, Nat, says, Gooner. Nat says, hello, guys. My Nana needs some advice from Chris. Oh, Each good. year she makes around 20 jars of delicious, delicious relish and sells them at the Harvest Festival in her village at the end of October. What the heck is that? That's just, funny. Hey, it's not, just when I asked, when I asked her what she was making this year, she said, I don't think it's worth it as Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be left with lots of unsold jars. That's uh, fair. Do you think she should risk it or just forget about it for this year? I hope you can help Chris from, uh, your boy Nat the Gooner and Nana in Wiltshire, England. Well, hey, I- shout out to the three lions for their victory in the World Cup, huh? Ooh. Uh, I would nice. say to him, you should probably hold off this fall and instead invest all your crops into the spring season uh, so that therefore when the special fair comes to town or wherever it is, like the traveler person, you can buy tons of strawberry seeds and that would really help out your Stardew Valley crops. I'm not sure if that's what they were going for, but when I hear <laughs> the Harvest Festival, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. Um, I hope I'm right on that. But yes, she should definitely avoid... Red Dead Redemption 2, like a plague, as everyone else is doing. At friend of the show, I'm Gone, which is our boy Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was something I didn't want to bring up. And since we hadn't to this point, this past weekend was Father's Day for some of us. It was. In different parts of the world. So he says, happy Father's Day, bros. Um, so I do want to echo that sentiment. And I hope you had a great Father's Day um, and all that good stuff. And I need to pull up our followers because I just want to see all the new people and follow them back. So... At Mr. Leonard Kim, thank you for the follow, following you back. At Holly, thank you for the follow, following you back. Again, at FudgePot146, thank you for the follow, following you back. At Necromutex, thank you for the follow, following you back. And these, um, again, you can follow us and I'll read your stuff out on, on, you know, the Twitter and everything. Um, at Mike Wiley77, thank you for the follow, following you back. At Geek2Glam Etsy, thank you for the follow, following you back. Can you tell how old that picture is, by the way? Yeah. Just buy it. Yeah, you should see this there's guy's like, Pop 146 once, picture. There's finally like no gray hair in there. He looks like... If and you, I actually have tons of hair. <laughs> if you knew, this is another soccer reference, Mohamed Salah for the Egypt national team, there's Chris. Um, at, at M Short 108, God, thank you for the follow so following you back. And at BTY Then You, thank you for the follow following you back. It was be like I was off for a few weeks or something. Mm-hmm. At We Wear Pants, thank you for the follow. Follow you back. At Shane KCTV, thank you for the follow. He's Shane? a KCTV5 assignment editor. Oh, boy. Um, 
at Frederick underscore T. Thank you for the follow. Follow you back. And finally this week at Ruh199. <laughs> Thank you for the follow. Following you back. Woo-hoo. We appreciate it all. We love chatting with you guys on the Twitter verse. Send us and, and, and mention us at different things that you see that are funny. And we'll, we'll definitely get a kick out of those. Um, you guys rule. Thank you. Speaking to those who write into the Twitterverse and at Weekly Game Chat, and even if you want to drop us a line on uh, on our Facebook page at Weekly Game Chat as well. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We do. That. God. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. Anyways, thanks for the derailment. Um, <laughs> listeners, as you know, this is the summer period, which I hate to say this is kind of the dry period, if you will. It's so dry. It's, yeah. We're I, in the I desert never have right that now. problem. Um, oh, for what? new content. For oh, new content. oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. We got some things that are coming out that we can talk about, but I do fear that there may be some weeks in the upcoming month or so that well, may need a topic or two. So I'm putting this challenge out here. If there's something you think would be a good topic, I can't promise you that we'll talk about it or that we'll get to it. But are we doing the thing like Ubisoft did with their game about like, Hey, help us with you like, shut up now, Joseph Gordon. Uh, <laughs> help us with stuff. Stop trying to, to ruin us. Don't, they don't realize stuff. it. They don't realize it. We're not going to pay them. Um, <laughs> would you guys be interested in something like if me and Chris play Elder Scrolls online? Would you like a weekly update? Yeah, would yeah. you like John to play a specific game that maybe he doesn't not even like? That, not even that. Like. If you have an idea that you think would make a good weekly discussion, even if it's not a game, yeah, it cannot be. A if game. it's just something yeah. that going that's going on in gaming right now, or you find interesting, you think we could give you some time on, write it into us, and I will talk it over with these guys here, and maybe your idea will be featured on an episode of Weekly Game Chat. I'll even give you a shout out whenever well, we. Uh, I, mean, I hope whenever. that's the least we could do, Chris. I mean, I could just steal Dang, their idea you, and be like, you, I was sitting in the shower. You, Sony's online? I yeah. mean, geez. Um, <laughs> until then, though, if you like the show, make sure you keep going to the websites, Fives, such as uh, if the you iTunes. Like, or if you don't. And the, the Googles and the Amazons. And, yeah, grade us. Give us the thumbs up, whatever. And say, this show is amazing. Five is if you do like us, four is if you don't. Uh, if you want to get new episodes without even having to think about it every Wednesday, if they dare, have a subscribe dare we function say. on whatever service you like to use for your podcast, you can just click that. And I guarantee you that unless John derails the show every Wednesday, we will get a new episode. I think um, I'm the derailer, aren't I? Yeah, you're pretty big, but he's yeah. going to derail us in like two weeks here because he's going on vacation. Uh, well, that's we all go on vacation. I mean, I want a vacation. Look, I'm still recording. Why can't you guys do that? I'll be back on when John gets back. <laughs> That's funny. Um, whatever day. Again, John gets if you back. want to write to us, you can do so at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, both at Weekly Game Chat. This has been episode 158. I feel and like until, every week it's 158, dude. Until next this is time. Like Groundhog Day. I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Christopher. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. And game on, Sean. Game on, Jonathan. Bumper. Game on, Aiden. Hey, Aiden, thanks for being awesome on the couch today, you boy. Yeah. Uh, your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life, bumper. <laughs>